Fire in the hole. Oh, I'm ah. Wormholeo got me. The wormholeo got me. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Three seventy point five. The wormhole. How you doing, Mister Smiley? You know, I didn't even get to say goodbye. Did you notice that? You forgot to transfer over a host back to me. I was like, ah, oh, shit, shit. I was all geared up for the shout out too. I noticed it on the 22nd delay too. I was like typing in chat and I'm like, oh fuck, it just dropped out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my bad. My bad. It's undescribable that blank look too. It's like <laughs> needed on camera. Uh, yeah, it was wow. fun. You killed it though. Great episode tonight. Yeah, dude. T Dog killed he, it. He's easy to talk he's to. He's a fun guy. He is a fun Man, guy. He's a fun guy to talk to. He does some cool Miss stuff. Missed out on the contest details, so I'm, I'm guilty of that. I was walking to the car when the contest details were being spewed out. Oh, what was being. You're supposed to DM him the uh, answer to what two tokes means to you or whatever, and then. Uh, He's going to weigh through those and come up with 20 of them, I think. And then he's going to talk to his friends and they're going to come up with a 10, something like that. And then he's going to post it on IG and then IG gets the vote on and then the top three win. Holy cow. That's that's a, some scrutiny for the winners there. Yeah, Ooh, man, that's, that's really being toned down. Yeah, what was no, he wanted a giveaway? to be fair and he wanted to hear what people had to say about it. And uh, he's got some cool shit to give away, man. Really, I don't know. That's a cool prize pack. Worth a few minutes of this. I just need to get over there. Two I need to get over there and find out for my fucking self, right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I got to do it too. I got it written down. I seen you writing it down too. I was like, look at Smiley going. He's writing that shit down. T-Dog art, man. I'm lazy about that shit. I'm like, I'll rewind it. <laughs> I'll rewind it. That's it. It's there. Done. Done and done. So lazy. I use my Instagram a lot like that, too, for my garden. Uh, the first day of seeds, click posts. What did I drop them? Let's look back to IG. You really do that yeah, still? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I just write the date on the dang tag, man. I don't know. I guess I got I got I move them in in shifts, so I only write the date on one tag. Because they're all this you know what I'm saying? So it's kinda like I know at least I know what that that area or tent, so to speak, would be. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. I had that catch. The only reason I did eagle is I've had that catch me though. You know, where like some runs they just finish at a different fucking time, and it's weird to explain, but I don't know. I just haven't had them go like real consistent. There seems to be these, I don't know, different time frames that shit finishes up. Same strain? Are you saying, or just different strains? Obviously, different strains are finishing up. Yeah, even the same strains. 
Sometimes it, I don't know. Yeah, some different phenols. Like if a room got real. So you don't phenol select? Hmm? Am I? I was going to say you didn't, you don't phenol select. Are you running multiple phenols and it's just difference in phenols that are finishing earlier than the others? Or is it the same sisters and you're saying different parts of the room? I'm saying the same cutting of it and it's yeah just run different times it yeah different parts of the room or whatever wherever they landed but i've noticed that sometimes they're not as far along as i think they are or sometimes they're further along than what i think they are you know what i'm saying like just trying to visually do it because i look back at the date and i'm like holy fuck these are six weeks in already you know like they don't even look like that now right now or whatever you never had that where it's kind of like different? From HPS to my LED tents are at least a week different, to be honest with you. Anything under that LED side finishes up way quicker, way quicker than the HPS side. That might so be with it. that aspect, yeah. That might be it. I didn't think of that. Well, I, I thought yours was uh, pretty well like set up like zones almost LED, LED, maybe something else, you know, your uh, metal highlight, you like some metal highlight in there as well, right? Yeah, there's there's 12 fixtures in the flower room and then there's, so there's three rows of four fixtures is how I do it and then um, the two outside rows are LED and then there's a middle row that's HPS, but I got, um, I don't know, it's like sunken down where the middle row is. So I got an extra three feet of ceiling height there. So that's where I run the double-ended thousand watts. I just got them because I never had the chance to run the double-ended, so I wanted to. And they're pretty cheap, I mean, as far as light fixtures go. So So is that, I can't help but ask, uh, is that old, like, uh, what do they call that? Uh, like a chauffeur's coffin, what, what, something like that. They used to call that back in the day. Uh, in the early, like, 40s to 60s, a lot of, like, more upscale garages had, like, a, a pit dug out in the garage. You'd throw boards down, and when you wouldn't need to work on your car, you could pull out those boards, and the chauffeur or whoever was taking care of the car could actually lay in there and do your auto mechanics, you know, instead of actually having to jack up the vehicle, they just crawled in there. And it wasn't very deep. It was only, you know, three, three feet at best. It's probably the deepest I've ever seen them, but you know, usually like two feet, something like that. I have no so idea. Is that what's going on there? No, I, you know, now that you say that, I have no idea. I don't think so because there's no way it's a garage. It's not, there's, it's attached to a barn and the way it looked eagle was like where the one row i have in flower is on the it looked like there was a door where they could let livestock in from the barn and then somehow it would go loop around and then there was another door to the barn and then yeah and the pit is where the drain and everything is so i don't know if that was for milking or or what but it looked like they could just let livestock in one side and walk them right around the thing into the other side and then there's the other weird part is there's two big ass fucking pane windows 
in between my flower and my bedroom. So I had to, you know, got them all blocked off or whatever. But I don't know what the fuck they were doing in there before. Like, it's attached to this barn. There's two big, it's almost like they had it where they could, like an auction house or something, where they could bring in livestock and people could view it through these pane windows or something and bid on it somehow or whatever. I don't know. It's been a mystery to me. I look at it all the time. I'm like, what the fuck? What would they have been doing with that? <laughs> well, back to the growth side. I can't help but wonder now if uh, it was dug down for a tractor, for tractor. Like... It might be too. It might be too for a tractor. Uh, there's big poles that run along the side of it, though. Almost like there was a railing. Up. So I don't know. Not if to there's... fall in the hole. <laughs> it might be but i gotta walk around them all the time but there's yeah there's like two or there's six i guess there's six poles that go from the cement to the ceiling around there almost like you could have hooked up you could run chain link like a chain between them or something to kind of separate it i don't know you'd need to try a vertical grow right there it would actually be more ideal to not have that because then I could actually make better use of the space because then I wouldn't have to utilize, I wouldn't have to make as big a row in between like where I walk. You know what I mean? It's kind of a pretty big space. Uh, if you filled it in, you wouldn't be able to use the double on it, would you? Would you have the ceiling no. height for that? No, I wouldn't. But if I filled it in, I could almost add another row. Right? So. <laughs> so there'd be a lot more benefit to that for sure. It was a heavy consideration, but I didn't know how to go about trying to make it, uh, I don't know, a good thing, I guess. What's up, Vegas? What's up, guys? Always good to have another bald guy on the panel. How you yeah. doing, Vegas? <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I agree. Good to see you guys. Thought I'd jump on for a minute and say hi. Appreciate that, man. Good to see Appreciate you. That. How you guys been? Appreciate it. A little sore, a little sore, but not bad. <laughs> Hungry. Unfortunately, my dinner tonight will include uh, this bowl of noodles. And I couldn't find the regular Red Hot, so we'll be topping that off with a little Red Hot wing sauce. Hmm. Followed up well. We will be having this lovely orange appetizer but other than that it's been amazing it's amazing Sounds good man you eat like i do i don't i don't have normal meals it's like i eat throughout the day on whatever i can grab you know there's always like fruit or like i just had a piece of bread with butter on it i mean <laughs> it's like not too thrilling you eat wisely though What's that? You, 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 it's wise, though. The way you're eating is wise. You're never really starving your body. And you're never you're constantly getting a little bit in, and it's easier for your body to break that down and produce it into usable energy and get the nutrients out of it. For one, and for two, like somebody like myself that's borderline diabetic, it can keep you from falling off the charts to getting that tunnel vision. Mm, not so good i've always done it the opposite way like i'm kind of doing it tonight is wait till the end of the day 
and they have that one ginormous meal that knocks me out. Used. But tonight is not a ginormous meal. It's leftovers because I made it homely. <laughs> Noodles and hot sauce. One, one shot, too, at something to eat on the way from here to there, Sunday. One shot. Gas station McDonald's uh, wasn't open. Uh, I didn't really want it, but it wasn't even an option. So, well, there was somebody's looking out for you there, buddy. Right. Probably. Yeah. Probably. That's what I had for lunch, though. <clears throat> I did sneak in a daily double and coffee before the before the tattoo shot. The daily double. And another funny side note about that. Next to the tattoo shop, they're two for six. Two for six right now. Special. Special. I pull up to the gas station McDonald's on my way to the tattoo shop. Daily Double by itself on the menu. Menu price. Menu price. $275. Fuck yeah. Why sell them to me for two for six? As a markup special? Yeah, pretty much. Exactly what it was. I couldn't, I even asked, and they, I just got a dumbfounded employee. That's actually, a, no, that's actually a menu technique. Yeah. People, yeah, people, yeah, people assume the, the meal or the package is, you know, going to be the value, right? Like it always used to be, or always, you know, it's just an assumption. So people go for that. I'll take the number five or whatever. Yeah. Massive gnosis. <laughs> We've been hypnotized, indoctrinated at youth. And they'll change the number and then change the price too at that same time. Watch when they really change the price, so there'll be a different fucking number on the menu too. I actually I went. My daughter tried to compare it to shop. Ounces for ounces. You know what I mean? <laughs> Put it all together, add it up, and it's a which is the better price. My girls are pretty cheap after their their father. They can they can shop. They can shop. I'm proud of them. If I, if I taught them one skill, they are no, I won't use that word. They are cheap. They are cheap. They are flat out cheap. Yeah, there's there's actual studies on that shit, man. It's fucking wild. Like studies on human behavior and stuff like the whole bargain deals shopping like yeah, there, there's reasons they fucking put red flags by it and different things and it's well thought it's for out suckers like me yeah it's well thought out dude they know it propaganda is sorry Vingus, go ahead it's a science propaganda is a science i mean it's Bernays was the, I think he was the cousin of Sigmund Freud, and he went to work for the government uh, on how to control the populace, basically. And here we are. <laughs> He's bragging about it, too. Yeah, I mean, there's a book. I've read the book. Uh, it's, it's, it's a deep thing, and uh, mass hypnosis, I'll just put it, that sums it up. But the thing is, it's not everybody can be hypnotized if you understand what they're doing, right? I get, dude, I try to stay out of arguments. I just was talking to a buddy of mine and he started going down 
certain holes that we, I just don't go down anymore because like, I know the reality of it. And I'm just like, dude, I don't, you know, I don't want to go there. You know, people will get to reality eventually, but what we're seeing isn't real. I mean, there's so much <laughs> fucking bullshit. It's just it's indoctrination. Yeah. It's just, God, it's funny to me. I'm just like, wow. Okay. <laughs> it's crazy. It is, but it isn't, Bingus. Like, I've seen really, I don't know, it's crazy stuff, but like, <clears throat> for example, a friend of mine was like, follows a lot of right, far right wing stuff, I guess you would say, politically. And was like, I don't even know. <laughs> he was telling me some, some kind of conspiracy theory, and I, and I'm, and it was about like vaccine and whatever. And, and I just kind of chuckled at the part where he got to the nanobots and apparently that it kind of offended him and, and it blew up into this thing that it didn't need to be. And now looking back on it, I'm just like, how the fuck did that whole situation even come about? You know what I'm saying? Like I, I had no intention to offend him. Like, and you know what I mean? But it was like, it, I don't know. And now it's like in this weird thing and I'm like, over fucking nanobots you know what i'm saying like it's like over fucking nanobots like really but that's the whole thing is to divide and conquer i mean that's the basis right so that's what they want that's what they want you to do you know that's why, like i say i try to just stay out of the conversation like okay good okay thank you you know i mean because i'm gonna slip up <laughs> i'm gonna speak my mind and then People are gonna throw rocks, and it's like, dude, I had, to, <laughs> I try to, to be very easygoing as much as I can, you know what I mean? Uh, but there's certain and people that troll me, God bless you. I mean, I hope you get well. I mean, it's just, you know, I'm sorry that you had such insecurities that you feel you have the need to say some of the shit that you say, right? That's how I look at it. All right. Most of the time, I don't even read it. All right. Just oh, I read it. I don't. I mean, if it's some some guys go into fucking novels, so it's like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, I don't even. <clears throat> so there's a lot of wounded people. All right. And if there's, if you are semi balanced, um, that's gonna piss somebody off somewhere. <laughs> You know, said so, you know, and you say things right or whatever or the wrong way or whatever. If it doesn't fit whatever side of the wind that's blowing that day, you know, it, you can get like what you're saying, Smiley. You get into riffs that I had a riff just a few weeks ago, and I'm just like, you know what? Okay, you know what? What it does for me is like, okay, you want to be that way? Go ahead. All right. It's not like. I need more friends. I mean, that may sound cool, I guess, but it's like, I can't, I'm not going to lower my vibration to fit yours. So throw the rocks that you want to throw and, you know, do what you got to do. It's your mission, man. I mean, not mine. All right. If I can help, let me know. Otherwise, fucking, you know, keep your shit to yourself. So it's, I don't know. I'm kind of going off on a tangent. Forgive me. 
No, I, I agree. I can guarantee one thing, Bengus. I'm not going to agree with everybody. So, I mean, I don't know who does. So, that, you know, I mean, it's, I don't know. Yeah, it happens. Because so, why would somebody troll me? It happens. It's been happening ever since I was on YouTube. So, it's, it, it will happen to you too if you're on here long enough. So, you'll see. It's happened from day one, Bengus. Uh, you know, it, it, I've seen it. I've just kind of turned my head. Shit, at one point during this thing, I actually had death threats early on. Comments in the in, after the show. And you know what I did? This person will, will, won't verify this, I'm sure, publicly. <laughs> but it was a couple of days, maybe a week, they were just fucking putting some hateful shit in there. Eagle, you should die. Fucking this. You know, it was it was not nice comments. You know what I did? Put him on the shout outs list. <laughs> there you go. Shouted his name out. I see him in chat now. No more negative comments. Good job. Man. So, and I've been wondering about this a lot. I'm kind of guilty of what I'm talking about, what you're talking about a little bit here, Vegas. And we all are kind of have our ups and downs. And it's weird how we can hold truth to something and be naive to what we hold dear or think is true at the time. You know what I mean? Sometimes people just like are so set on what they've come across and want to hold dear that they'll fight over it flat out. You're not going to prove me wrong. I, I've been like that. I've, I can be like that. I can be like that. <clears throat> when but so if when I'm proven wrong, I'm like, oh, that's shit, man. I'm sorry I gave you a hard time, but a lot of times in my hard time, I pull out more information than I would have probably just gotten out of the short answer. But I can be a butthead too. And sometimes we see a lot of that in the in this thing we do as creators. Ego. Ego would be terrible. I mean, I, I, I'll put it out there. You know, I do this. I try to do this for the right reasons, but I can be a shithead sometimes too. Uh, I think uh, everybody could probably pick up on that. I, there's been times where I've reached out to other people. Yeah, you should you should do this. You could be better off with the year. I got better ideas. Blah blah blah. Who am I to say? You know what I mean? Who am I to say? I don't fucking know. All I can do is throw it out there. But am I going to fight over what I got to say? No. And more even sadly, I've seen lately is. And it's almost an edit in mankind, period. Why can't we let go of ego? It's good to have. It's a good driver into the things you want, believing in yourself. I don't think there's anything wrong with waking up and going, yeah, I'm, I'm great. And at some point, even going, oh, I'm a little better than that. You know what I mean? But it will only take you so far and hold you back at some point. It'll lift you, but it will hold you back at some point, too. And it, this is the part that I'm really saddened as of lately. Because it goes through everything. You look back in time and watch where things go wrong. And out of, almost nine times out of ten, it's ego. Even in a even in a group-like situation. Oh, that person's getting paid better. That one's getting more credit. This, that, the other thing. It eats away behind the scenes. 
again. And even as of late in this community, I've seen probably the most audacious attack that I've seen lately. And that's an attack on knowledge, to be honest with you. To be really honest with you, I mean, what happened to people just vibing off each other and going, yeah, here's my point. And then someone coming in and going, okay, here's my counterpoint. You know, I may have either proved or disproved your point. But that's not it anymore. It's not working together to widen the knowledge pool. It's, aha! My information is better than your information. And a lot of times, it's not even information they've acquired on their own. It's not even, you know what I mean? It's just copy invitation that uh, they're holding near and dear to and letting that ego and the slate on that. And it's really sad, to be honest with you, you know, especially in this community. You know, we try to push each other forward for the right reasons, get knowledge out of there. Sometimes it might be wrong, but with a polite, hey, you know, that wasn't right. I see it in chat all the time. I've been corrected a thousand times in chat. Do I ever get off? Oh, right? I quietly go, oh, thank you. And I think to myself, dumbass, you should think twice before you speak <laughs> and be so firm on what you're saying. So, you know, it is sad lately to see some of the, the bullshit that goes on, the hating in comments, other creators. You know, we're all trying to do the same fucking thing spread some love and knowledge and it's 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 pretty shitty when you know self-promotion or ego it tries to squash somebody else's bullshit just because <laughs> where does that come into play where does that push you forward making pushing somebody else down i just i i don't get that to be honest with you i really don't i don't get it and it's sad to see you know Especially with good folks like yourself, Bingus. You're an awesome dude. You see somebody trolling you, is I can't even I can't even think of why somebody would do that. You know what I mean? In most cases, in I don't even believe. It was all perlite. Who fucking does that? <laughs> <laughs> That's gotta be wrong. It's gotta be wrong. Yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah, thank you. It's fucking. But uh, I don't know. I don't want to go too deep here, but. Yeah, man. Reality is here. Here's the thing. people, you know, they believe, right? And belief is a dangerous thing. I mean, got to be careful because you can end up, you know, fighting to the death for something that's just not true. And I mean, if you're looking for truth, here's an example. If you jump off a cliff, you're going to hit the bottom undeniable that's what truth is okay the rest is conjecture or opinion which we all have the right to have all right but when someone challenges your opinion with hard facts and it rattles you it's not a good idea to get aggressively offended just saying all right because it makes you look very small and petty not only that 
if you think you're so such a great grower other people will tell you you do not need to broadcast it to the world others will let you know how well you are doing okay and again it's that insecure me me you know that that we're indoctrinated lately it's again mass hypnosis to, to be separated in this manner and it's unfortunate and i'm glad dude if you're on here and if you put your face up here like eagle's doing like smiley's doing like i'm doing sooner or later somebody's going to grab a rock and they're going to want to throw it at you and the, i'm just saying don't do anything all right don't respond all right realize what's going on with them look in them all right and imagine what it must be like and dude you can almost start crying at some of these poor souls that have the need to do that type of stuff and i really hope that they uh will seek other ways to express themselves but i love this show i right, dude, i want to support it because we have the opportunity to have these types of discussions. Where the fuck are you going to find this? You know what I mean? You're not. All right. So thank you. I'm going to take a bong rip now. So that's another thing I kind of would like to throw out there. I we're like, got this type of uh, banter going, I guess, is... I greatly appreciate the thank yous. They're very heartfelt. I enjoy it. But please stop. Please stop. For reals. For reals. I know the appreciation is there. You guys show it by showing up. Flat out. Every night. Here in this panel. The guests that come on. I don't need to hear that shit. You know, hearing it night after night does inflate the ego i don't want my ego inflated i want to be hungry i want to stay right where i was when i started this thing pushing forward just like i started i don't want to get to some point where oh yeah let me thank you everybody come on fuck that shit fuck that shit and at that point if i get that head i wish one of you guys come on and fucking tell me to fucking Pop that little head for me. You're like, Jesus. We all do this. Fuck. Please. All right. What do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> right. thing is, you see how these blue miles back here? Huh? You see them all spreading out, getting all fat? I see the mirth boxes. Oh, that tall girl back there. See the tall girl back there? <laughs> They're loving it. She she came right back. She came right back. So they're, they're looking beautiful, man. I think the uh, that I got too is starting to get new growth going. No fucking way. She's starting to get going, bro. <laughs> I've been foliar spraying the shit out of her too, like fucking giving her aloe daily and stuff. <laughs> like, come on, baby, come on. Good. She's been getting nursed, but Good. she's starting to go. That'll be that'll be glorious. That'll be cool. I really, I'm really hoping you like her. I know I do. It's uh, 
I just did growing cannabis is awesome. Um, <clears throat> I, shit. That's why we, you know, it's a never ending thing. And that's what gets me. It's like playing poker too. That's why I enjoyed playing poker. You're never going to conquer it, you know. And it's just that wormhole that you dive down and just try your best to to make it work, you know. Yeah. And uh, dude, I really enjoyed uh, all the strains that you sent me, Smiley. Thank you so much. I, I want to yeah, say that I'm. I think I'm on the Tuscadero or Tuscadero. What, what's that one? Tuscadero. Yeah. Yeah. Tasty. Yeah, that's a good one. I like it. Tasty. What do you? What do you? What would you say its flavor is? <laughs> that's a good one. I don't know. <laughs> it's very tasty. <clears throat> um, it's the ras the rascal berry top. Just the top. Yeah. Uh, smell. Taste. Fucking knock me on my ass. I mean, big time, which doesn't happen very often when I smoke weed. So I was like, wow, very good. And that's what I want. I need about six of these. I need to create about six of these types of strains. <laughs> that's one thing that that rascal berries is really, it's, it is potent and it's a fruit. You know what I mean? It's more in that fruit kind of category or citrus kind of, where typically guys are like, oh, the fruits aren't stony, you know, they're not potent or whatever, but she tests at like 26 so so is the bingus mile it's a very tasty like one of those whoa okay yeah <clears throat> so I, I i don't know man i'm I, I try not to be biased but i'm sure i am it's kind of hard not to be uh that's why i want to run some regulars like you were mentioning uh not just my gear i i just popped a bunch of new york city diesel uh, some more eight mile high from Mandela. You just got so, all the old beans you were after too. Yeah, I'm gonna run them all. Fuck it, I am. So I'm clearing room. Like I did the Blue Mile Fino Hunt. I just like I got it narrowed down to one that I'm gonna keep. And so I had a bunch that I just got rid of, and it just opened up a whole bunch of space. And I'm like, see, Fino hunts, man, they just eat up your room. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Taking two clones of everything. Not the first round, it's bad. The second round. Yeah, there you go. You just keep hit it right there. Second round. Yeah, you yeah. get a couple of So it's, uh, well, you know, fuck. I wouldn't have it any other way. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I that love this plan, that's for sure. Have I had the Tuscadero smiling? I, somebody asked me that the other day, and I was like, I don't know if I've had the Tuscadero. It seemed like you would show that one off, but it's I not a pretty one to show off. It's actually one that I pre-roll because it's not pretty in the bag. It's like really. it's one of them that does it like you wouldn't. It's not the bag appeal. I mean, it's they're they're smaller nugs and whatever but it's so fucking tasty it's like very tasty i can roll a pre-roll and bring it and every time i pass it somebody's like oh what's this you know, i'm not like, even sure what the smell is it's just a see i get like a hint of like a to me i guess this was my hopeful thinking on it was a black cherry because it is it, its lineage is the black cherry cheesecake cookies 
which actually is thanks to Midnight Roots, has got me hooked. He has, he has a cut of that that's so delicious and it's beautiful purple. And I was kind of after the same thing. So I got the cross, a cross that they made of it, scapegoat genetics made of it. And, it, and that was the closest resembling Pinot to the taste profile. I don't think it's as delicious as the actual one Midnight Roots has there. But it is good. So. <clears throat> oh, uh, yes, that was the first one. I'm just sorry to just jump from you guys to chat. Yeah. But, uh, Ned Denver just popped up. Uh, yes, Ned. <clears throat> excuse me, Ned Denver. I was the first one. First. First. First one to run Tinto Day. First one. First one. I loved it. I still have some strains or some seeds of it. Uh, strange. You know what's funny about that is? I'll tell you a little funny story about the Tinto de Guiano and how early I actually had those seeds. Ah. Funny. funny. He sent me those hot off the press. Hot off the press. The same time, uh, so cool. the same time as Medgrower One sent me Primal, Skunk Beard, and a few others. All meds germinated. One out. Tinto sprouted all the cameras over here. Two. So, I actually got to give. I gave him shit over that shit. I gave him shit over. I did. I have no problems in that. I, I gave him big shit. And he he got all mad. I knew I should have fucking waited and sending the news out. But I still weren't cured up already. But I wanted to make sure you had them. Sending you another batch. <laughs> Instantaneous. Couple days, I got another pack of seeds. Couple packs of seeds of the Tito, all of which germinate. But I had that small window there where I got to give some cool, some shit about his seeds. So that's how early I had them. They actually were still kind of wet, still somewhat green, not even dried out all the way, ready for sale or distributing. So. That's how early I had the Tinto. Yeah, that's what you know. That's cool. That's awesome. Another fun fact while I'm on that, Cuvée was recreated with beans I provided. Others said Badger has were popped out of the seeds I sent some. So, yay. Fun facts for the night. <laughs> Smoking on some of Godiva tonight. So how many tattoos good. Power Eagle, I want to know? I lost count a long time ago. Oh, really? Yeah. At last count, it was like 40. And that was it before I got into the legs heavy and then everything 
You know, I started blending them together and sleeping out the legs. And once I started sleeping out the legs, I just quit giving count. It's all going to become probably one at some point. I actually seen this one. Well, with fuck wrong side. I hate this camera. It's always back to the twin. It's over here. This one. I've been. I was kicking around a few ideas on what I was going to get today, and it was down to the chakras, maybe up the back of this arm, which I kind of liked, but eh, good filler, good tattoo. I liked it, appropriate with what else I've got going on here, but not strategically right. They, I kind of would like them up the back, you know. Right up, maybe even stopping at the neck, or maybe even on the back of the skull that'd with be, the with the crown. Oh, but that'd be cool. Yeah, and I don't I don't think it'd be that bad. But I'm worried about the overall any, back design. As long as it doesn't interfere with the eyeball that you know. <laughs> I, you use it for like a patch. Make it just look <laughs> like it's covering up the eyeball. But so that one didn't happen, obviously. <laughs> but it fits better into the scheme of things now with what I got going on. So it was either that, the chakras, or I was going to rework the demon on this side. There's a fucking huge, you can see the top of the hood right here. It goes down quite a ways. And that is my worst tattoo. I'll tell you that flat out, flat out. That's my old artist. Worse than the bunny? He called me down on his fucking... Oh, man. Uh, yes. He called me down on his birthday. Knowing it was his birthday. He set the appointment up. I drove two and a half hours. Typical tattoo guy style, Smiley. Two <laughs> hours late, I had to go pick him up from his fucking house and bring him to the tattoo shop. <laughs> I don't think he was going to come, but I wasn't leaving. I think they told him that on the phone. Uh, yeah, he's been here like two fucking hours. He, he ain't going nowhere. He ain't going nowhere. I, I wasn't going nowhere. I'll go get your fucking ass. Come and then he comes in and he's like, you know, it's my birthday. I'm like, you knew it was your fucking birthday. Fuck what I know. You knew it was your birthday. What are you doing these scheduling tattoos on your birthday? You're the <laughs> dumb one. here. So he tried to bust out the outline of it and was going to go, ah, oh, no, no, no. Well, you can come back. And I learned something on this. This is something I learned. When that tattoo artist wants to tap out, like today, wink, pat, fucker. Uh, <laughs> I love you, though, Pat. I do. Uh, you, you go with it. They're tired. They've had a long day. You know, yeah. why risk, you know, well, not, not terrible work, yeah, but less than best because they're tired. <clears throat> But I didn't listen that day. I did not listen that day. Did not listen that day. I was the asshole I talked about a little while ago. <laughs> that guy? I know that guy. Yeah. Because I said, fuck that shit. I drove all this way. I'm not driving another fucking 250 fucking miles back and forth to come do another city. That's almost $100 in gas, five hours in time, another day. Another fucking day. You're finishing this motherfucker today. Finish it got head. finished. <laughs> it got finished. Wasn't pretty. Terrible. He's even said when he got done, I'll fix it. I'll fix it. I'll fix it. 
back. Come in right when he says that. Ten hours. Ten hours doing this. And it was the only time I've ever let an artist just kind of go freehand. Ah, I'm just going to draw this too big for a stencil. Mm. You want to see it? I'll show it to you. It's fucking ugly. It's fucking ugly. I hate it. This uh, my uh, is the one I hate the most. Wouldn't oh, it be bigger? Up, hey, what's up, guys? Wouldn't it being uh, bigger help if it was a stencil? I, I don't know anything. I literally, I'm. I'm yeah, he said nothing. it was too too big of a tattoo for the stencil. And this was the second second attempt at being cleaned up, and it looks a lot better on the second attempt. But it's bad, but it's definitely- that was the second choice. Yeah, it's horrible. I, it's fucking horrible. I could see it's something like a being stop sign. too small to do detail with the stencil, so it would sound like if it was bigger, it'd be easier with the stencil, right? Most tattoo guys want you to go bigger because it carries the detail longer. You right. know what I mean? They ain't gonna shrink it. You can see it. Mm-hmm. Kind of like uh, go, you want to see that from a distance and know what the fuck that is. You know what I mean? Kind of like T Dog was just yeah, plenty of size. He uh he draws just to get done with it, you know, quicker, he draws it smaller. He has those thin, really little pencils so he can get detail really down to a small point. There's a Japanese glass artist that do the same thing. And there's usual uh, pieces of glass that get thrown away that are like one to three millimeter, uh, millimeters in diameter. And these Japanese artists use those pieces as, as like glass pencils to actually like draw, like detailed, high real, <laughs> basically almost photorealistic pictures on glass. Nice. You got any tattoos? You got any tattoos, Smiley? I do not. No. What about you, Red? You got tattoos? Uh, I'm a blank slate. I've thought about it, and I, I, I just don't know. I, I, I haven't had one thing in my life that I feel like is so important that I gotta portray it on skin. You know, maybe if I ever did have something that monumental, I would probably do it. I'm just a pussy, and I don't want to get hurt. <laughs> I, I never wanted my first tattoo to be something that's like, just like, you know, like, like I said, I, I realize that people got tattoos as the thrill and the, and the, you know, ability to get a tattoo, even when you're like 16, your parents can sign off on it. And I always thought like, man, I'm, I'm just going to wait until I, I, I've talked about it with Eagle. It's like, in until I have a reason to get a tattoo combined with knowing someone that's extremely skilled in that art of doing tattoos, unless those two things match up, I don't think I'm going to get a tattoo. I think Eagle has enough followers. Right? Uh, cover everybody? Maybe. Maybe. I can get my tattoos. Uh, was that? surrogately or whatever and just enjoy <laughs> eagles <laughs> live vicariously vicariously that's the word yeah. <laughs> I'm good with that so the, that tattoo right there smiley by the way uh, both times were that shock I was telling you about and there's a couple things that I want to say about that tattoo right there as well 
is I found out that red dye beat into you like that and on a large scale like that is just as bad or if not worse for you than eating a large amount of red dye. And I felt weird for like a, a couple of days after that large amount of red dye, to be honest with you. I don't know if it was that just that, but it was it's a lot of red. That's not that's not the first time I've heard that. Does it get in your blood though? Yeah, it's, oh yeah, they fuck you're bleeding like crazy through the whole process. They're that wiping it, hurt, it right down in there. Huh. And uh yeah, he hamburgered the shit out of it. And when I got home, like I was telling you earlier, I had well, part of the reason well, for the late restart was I jumped in the shower because I couldn't wash my current side in the sink. And I had to shake off that a hyperthermic shock a little bit. There's just something about that when, especially on this large of a tattoo, man, you jump in and wash that thing and it's cold water like that, man, there's something about that, man. I, I shake, man. It's like a, Nerve. a almost like an Nerve. instant fever. Like a cold shake? So, like it makes you feel cold? Like yeah, like I'm standing on a block of ice or something. Yeah, just, yeah cold, a whole body shake. Cold gets translated into pain. Almost. The core temperature drops drastically. Yeah. It's it can be actually death death. It's like sunburn. It's I would imagine it's more like sunburn. You jump in a cold shower and you're sunburned too. And you're fucking you'll be freezing like a motherfucker. Oh yeah, right. You can get burns from cold, right? Try ice burns. Sure can. I've done that too. It's a heat transfer experience. <clears throat> it's electrons and they're moving around and the fucking electrons and they're doing something. Yeah, well, that it's close to minor surgery as far as the, the wound goes, especially on a larger one. Your body goes through that kind of trauma as it would in a, a small light surgery. And actually, it's good for your immune system. We talk, we've talked before about that, uh, that fear adrenaline rush as your body recuperates from that. It's really good for your body. And tattoos actually do that to you. They put you in that state of, you know, disarray. And then on the comeback, you know, it's good for the whole body. It actually is that a, a adrenal crone flowing. Is that what it is by the technical I, term? I think, well, it's something to that. It's a simulate. It's like, you know, you're in a controlled setting and you're in, I don't know if it's endorphins or adrenal crone or just adrenaline. But yeah, you're in a controlled setting where, you know, uh, if, you know, evolutionary wise, if you want to believe we're only supposed to be in that state when a fucking grizzly bear is chasing us or something like that. Right. And then you, you either survive. Or you, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say you either survive or you don't. Right. I've had one situation in my That's life that said. really jumped. It came in handy when I was rock climbing and I, Dude, I had superhuman strength just like that. And I shook afterwards. I was sweated profusely. But that's when I realized that survival mechanism, just imagine if you could turn that on and off at will. You you could do amazing shit, dude. I'm not I, I noticed the feeling hits me. It's very weird. I feel a burning sensation on my back almost like I envision myself being lit on fire and the running or like just the movement 
you know, fluid movement is like uh, the dousing or the uh, the anti, you know, flammatory response to it. And that that's just a, you know, a, a physical thing and where my, where my mind takes me with that. But yeah, there's definitely a, I feel like a temperature increase. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. I thought I was going to die. I really did. I should have. Well, I, I think it's, that's what I mean. It's like a, uh, by an, uh, it's like a bio, uh, biological uh, beneficia- uh, beneficiary trick, right? If my back feels on fire and the thing that it feels like is the thing to quench it, or, you know, make it feel better is by running at a high velocity of speed, then that's, you know, a built-in mechanism to help me get away with whatever it was that uh, triggered that, you know, stimulus, you know, that stimulus that triggered that response yeah some of the response in your body physiology wise too is your organs shut down and different things like that so energies are directed away from certain certain areas to other areas for a short term in order to give you that superhuman strength or whatever it is so yeah there's there's it's not sustained for a long you know it's not healthy or whatever no seconds it was just, I was, dude, I couldn't believe I, what I did. Seriously. That's but it like hurt the, after I, my hand, my, like, my fingertips were just fucked, you know? Well, I get that with height. I, I'm, I'm a weird person where I'm, uh, I have z- almost zero height fear when it's a structure, you know, like a man-made structure, like skyscraper, space needle, roller coaster. I don't know why the the height fear doesn't kick in, but when I'm on a mountain or on loose ground or gravel on a slope, you know, and there's like a cliff, then I freak out. Then I got to like get on all fours and cling onto the ground, like for dear (laughs) help. Dude, I went to the Grand Canyon and I had that feeling. I went up to you. I'm just like, dude, it must have been 20 feet away and I'm, I'm just edging towards it, you know, like, yeah. like I'm going to fall off. It's 20 feet away. I'm just like, wow. I couldn't believe that I was actually, because I was like watching myself, like, what are you doing? I mean, I've been on, yeah, I love roller coasters. I've bungee jumped. I've been in Space Needle. I don't know if I'd ever skydive, but I've done, you know, that kind of shit doesn't bother me. But if I, if I'm losing my footing near a fucking cliff, then yeah, life flashing before my eyes. <laughs> no, four twenty said no, dude. I was I was a young guy. I don't do that shit now. I smoke weed and go on Eagle One. Talk to you guys. <laughs> That's where I get my adrenaline rush nowadays, brother. I was dude. I was very athletic and uh, it's actually that was the last time I ever rock climbed. I we used to free wall free climb without anything, right? That's how stupid we were. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was the end of that. Because <laughs> you can get yourself into positions that <laughs> you can kill yourself. It's not good. Like yeah, hang gliding. 
Oh, no, I cut in on you, Dennis. I'm sorry. I was just quietly agreeing in the background. Sorry. I'm getting terrible at this in here, too. Right. I think I'm going to start using that, the raise hand feature. Yeah, I do that all the time. <laughs> I want in. I want in, my, my cat, when he licks his cat, he sticks his hind leg up like he wants to ask you a question. It's just like, hind leg? Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> I look at him, right? And I go, do you have a question? And he looks at me. <laughs> and then he puts his leg down and he, then he shrugs and kind of goes and walks off. And I'm just like, God dang, these fucking animals, man, they have personalities. You get to know them, you know, it's crazy. My, my dog is uh, mainly a full bred pit bull. Didn't do a genetic test to see <laughs> what else is there, but he has weird uh, bred in traits that make me question, you know, what, what's actually in there because he has that, uh, instinct where if, if we're walking down the street, he'll stop and look at something and he doesn't bark, but he'll point with one of his paws, lifts his paw points. I, I thought that was only like instinctual with like dogs that were bred to do that for hunting. But once in a while, he'll do that. It, it might be a general trait in all dogs. I mean, to poise, just like a cat will, you know, to sneak up on its, it'll, yeah. you know what I mean? And uh, he's probably getting ready to fucking tear the shit out of something. <laughs> you know I mean? So let's hope he doesn't put that paw down. <laughs> Whatever he's looking at is going to be toast. <laughs> so, is there a sweet spot like in dog breeding like that? To where pretty much like in cannabis, too, where you know things are inbred for so long after a point they just fucking get weird or the stock's not that good. I mean, okay, I heard well, a, a dog expert talk at one point saying that like inline breads are purebreds. You know, mm -hmm. that's where you get the hip displacement and all that other mm -hmm. stuff. It's just mm -hmm. a weakening of the genes that yep. if you wanted a good, healthy dog, go out and get yourself a mutt because, you mm -hmm. know, they were so genetically rich. You wouldn't see a lot of the problems that you do with the, the, the inbreds. Okay, the, the so three things well. makes me think of that. And right before I hopped in, I was enjoying you uh, talking about the old subcool strains. And, you know, if you've heard me uh, repeat a lot of things where I get my whatever information from, a lot of the breeding tips, knowledge, advice, whatever guidelines to go off of definitely comes from either subquote directly or the notes that he took because he was learning things. Uh, and one thing he said that you, you're you're either going to have an ability for and you won't even understand unless you know what it is, is the eye for dank, right? And all that is, is just being able to, you know, you grow out a 10 pack of seeds and there's, there's a mechanism to you picking your favorite phenotype. And there's a, there's a, uh, 
thought process or, you know, there's a, you know, an equation or something, you know, you figured out a reason why you like that strain more than other. And it's just your recognition for something. So when, like I said, with dog breeding, you know, like hunting dogs, when they do that, it's, it's a thing where they're not trying to scare the prey. They had to figure out another mechanism other than barking when they see something to let its owner or its master know that it knows that there's something out there or it's, you know, keening in or locking in on one thing. So if it's like a bird or, you know, something that, you know, that's easily scared by a dog, you know, glaring at it and barking and it gets spooked away, the next best thing is to be silent and, you know, just raise a paw. And that lets lets you know that the dog knows it's looking directly at something. And it's, you know, there's a language barrier and a physical barrier without it having thumbs and not being able to, you know, really, uh, you know, uh, interact with its environment the way we do. But it, 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 it can do the math in between that and a dog's brain can figure out that it needs to let you know that it can, it, it's knowing what you want by picking its paw up and pointing at. So somewhere that's, you know, somewhere, I don't know, 100 years ago, 200 years ago, uh, we can go more into dog reading. And from the information I know, I don't know if this is true or factual, but like 80% of dog breeds were pretty much developed in the last two or 300 years. Right. And same people that figured out all the, the genetic math behind all the information that we know about cannabis breeding or plant breeding or uh, any other thing. Same thing goes into mammal or uh, fish, koi, you know, that kind of stuff breeding. But somewhere back, you know, at some point had a dog that did that and they recognized that that's like a very preferred thing. Like it's like, oh, great we've had like uh, a generation or you know like 20 hunting dogs make you know make it so that we barely have enough food to go through the winter and then one year you know one dog displayed this trait and then they they bred that and they got lucky and maybe like 50 percent of its progeny any you know any female dog that they matched it to like maybe 50% of that offspring displayed those traits to where then they can breed it to two separate females and then get a male and a female from each offspring together and, and breed those together and you know that that's more like a cubing uh in in cannabis senses you know you're you're constantly breeding for one specific trait that the father, you know, uh, mother displayed. So when you do that over and over again, after a few generations, then a hundred near a hundred percent, near a hundred percent display that gene. So that's when, when you get those, uh, German pointers. Okay. But wouldn't the pointing aspect come from the pack? uh mentality of dogs in general you know what i mean i mean if you're in a pack and you're hunting wouldn't the point dog not bark and scare the prey but let everybody well, know in the pack well, here's the thing is we're going back as far as wolves when you're talking about that and wolves don't bark okay so 
I'm just curious. So that that particular thing is is bred in, or is it isn't it a natural? In in the last fifty years, they've taken foxes, and they domesticated them, and now foxes bark. Yeah. Right. So it, it's just that's conducive. It's kind of like I'll, I'll go into the whole thing. You know, I'll talk forever about what re, what in cannabis before you take off though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I right. want to jump I, in before you take I got to start writing notes. Probably right. add to what you're going to say. Yeah. To be honest with you. And it's kind of along the lines of what biggest is saying here. Couldn't the pointing be just introduced? I mean, in the early 1800s, you know, breeding actually was more for necessity. You know, they'd cross this dog with that dog because it had wide hips and, you know, you know two different breeds, multiple yes. breeds. Now, don't can wouldn't you agree that somewhere along your lines of that pit bull in the beginning it could have had mm -hmm. that pointer bred into it, and then from that point on, I mean, mm -hmm. at, at what point do you call it? Once you cross two two together like that, mm -hmm. and then you move forth in selection, is that really, uh, you know, a true breed? Okay, so like necessity, when you say that, that's what I mean about like somewhere, maybe it was the 1800s, someone figured out that a dog had this trait. And that's what I mean, they, their family and the people around them were able to survive better, based upon they found a hunting dog that had a trait that made it more superior than loudmouth hunting dogs that blew it you know, each time they saw something, right? So that's a necessity, you know, you're, you got more food on the table if, if that presents itself and you're smart enough to pick that up. That's what I mean about the smart enough. That brings me full circle. Thank you for interrupting because that brings it full circle to what I said about the eye for dank. <laughs> and and that's that's what I mean about the cannabis. And I'll, like like said, is I, I'll talk forever or, you know, uh, in, until I see more information, not, not scientifically, you know, or I'm going to divert from the white papers anything. And the only thing that will change my mind is further experience in my lifetime will be the only thing that changes my mind on this subject. But uh, what people call dominant and recessive traits in cannabis, you know, as in like cannabisia hemp subspecies marijuana slash cannabis you know what what we're smoking is we want weed with recessive traits okay because the recessive traits are the ones that you got to breed for you know humans got to breed for and dominant traits are the ones that nature will breed for for acclimatization or preservation or uh, evolutionary adaptabilities you know to do us a certain thing now gene pool only does this new thing and like I said with the german pointers or the you know the ability to to point like that now this you know now there's a new evolutionary uh gap or it made this new leap to where now it's perform outperforming everything else that pre-existed wouldn't that be a dominant trait though the ability yes that's what i'm that's what i'm making the case for all right, Those are to... dominant traits. Go ahead. Okay, we're we're breeding. We're looking for recessive traits because right. if that were the case, then we could just sit back and do nothing. We don't have to touch the planet at all. We can go into the jungle somewhere untouched by man, 
and find the dankest weed that's ever been made. We can find those 34% GMOs out in nature if that, if that were the case. But out in the normal, you find the exact mirror opposite. You find a breeder's worst nightmare. You find monaceous cannabis, where cannabis is trying to be both sexes on one plant. You know, it's trying to do that evolutionary gap that I'm saying, where it's like, fuck being a dioecious plant, even by wind pollination, it's too hard to survive. Let's be monaceous and just self each generation, you know? So that's where you get with that. We don't want selfing monaceous plants that are, that if you find them in the wild and uh, want to cultivate them, the very first thing you're going to find them useful is basically just for making paper or fiber or rope or sails or clothes, something good for textile. That's the next best thing when you cultivate wild cannabis is you're getting something that's good for fiber, right? And then you can go to the seeds and build nutrition for seeds. And then maybe, you know, because the seeds have to have uh, lots of oil to them for them to be viable and have that nutrient content and then also be you know, like frost tolerant so that they can last through the winter and germinate next spring. Hey, Red, can I, I'm, I'm going to jump out, man. I'm sorry. I've been trying to, I'm tapping out though. I'm fucking tired, man. I appreciate it guys. And uh, I hope you have a good rest of the one. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. To be continued. Uh, he barely, when he logged on for, for the wormhole, he was like, man, I could barely keep my eyes open. So shout out to Smiley for fucking hanging down, helping me out tonight and making it this long. Thank you, brother. So I'll just I'll just end what I'm saying is with that pointing thing in the gene to to wrap it up with the dogs. That's definitely a recessive trait. Wolves do not do that. There's no reason to do that. Right. The the wolves have predatory adaptabilities where they can run fast. They got a lot of muscle, sink their teeth right into the jugular kill the prey right away you know they don't need to tell their owner that would happen because of domestication and a dog's willingness to please the human. yeah to breed dogs to make a poodle you got to select recessive genes you start with a wolf today go find uh you know siberian wolves right now if you were to start domesticating siberian wolves and you're jump starting you know what we started you know some people say 6,000 years ago, 40,000 years ago, whatever, when we started, you know, co-evolving with dogs, but, you know, you, you can get to poodles right now from Siberian wolves might take 40,000 years. Like they say, you could speed up the process with the knowledge that we have now, but you have to select recessive genes to get to that poodle. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Same thing. If we if we I want Mac one, you got to it, select recessive. I would. It's you think because the pointing aspect could be a dominant trait because of the pack mentality, right? But if the pack came from wolves, which don't bark, that throws that out completely. So yeah, it's a recessive trait. I think yeah. because it's the there. dog's willingness to please the human to work in mm -hmm. conjunction. Yeah. From the very first wolf, that recessive gene was there. 
So maybe in the process of, let's say, when the first wolves round till the domestication of dogs, you know, maybe there's hundreds of millions of wolves in that point, individual well, maybe wolves. Maybe even there were humans back then that had wolves that were interactive. You know well, I mean? yeah, some, that's what I mean. At some point, someone observed that. They didn't recognize maybe that how rare it is. They didn't recognize that. You know, it's like we, we how many episodes of your, you know, of, of Eagle's show do we listen to where people are popping seeds and find something so fucking crazy? They lost it for whatever reason. And now only their memory is what lives. And they, you know, they're telling us about how crazy this weed was. It would knock people out, make people hallucinate, this and that, you know. It's the same thing with that wolf, you know, someone saw something in a wolf that didn't, that didn't happen in 999 other million wolves that existed before, you know, Mm -hmm. the recessive genes are there from the very beginning. The dominant genes are the ones that, you know, replicate over and over and over and over and over again. I guess you could say that recessive genes uh, express themselves when it's necessary to do so, right? In other words, if it's in the pool and all of a sudden the conditions are correct. But it's like an evolutionary thing, though. When you look at a, a dinosaur fossil, right? You're looking at a dinosaur fossil. You're only looking at that individual. So you can't do the math of the in between, you know, the birthage, you know, there's no, you can't look at a dinosaur fossil. This is the parent of this and this, you know, yeah. It, for whatever reason, it, it didn't so, just so happen that we got lucky enough to where the siblings, or uh, sorry, the, the offspring of one of those megafauna or dinosaurs were right next to the, you know, the mother or something like that, right? And then down, down the line, you, you, there's no evidence that, you know, you can look at a fossil and tell that it gave birth to something. So the, the same thing is with that plant or, you know, plants, I'll, I'll just, you know, bring it back to the dogs, but it's very rare in nature that those really crazy recessive genes both get to make offspring together, especially with like wind pollinated dioecious plants like cannabis, because let's say like in somewhere like, uh, uh, Milana Valley in India, where they got millions of plants growing on mountainsides and in that, let's say if there's a, one of those plants that if it's sterile, if it either if it is itself sterile, or a sterile variety of that same phenotype, it can put it can uh, make 20% cannabinoids. Right. And then there's another male, just like that. They're both dioecious. One's a true female. One's a true male. They both are male and female representatives of the same phenotype. But let's say they're separated by, uh, you know, uh, 500 feet, you know, more than a football field. For you to be able to go up to that plant that you find and then pull every single seed out and get so lucky that that one male 500 feet away blew one pollen spore out. You're growing out every single seed out. And you're just hoping you get lucky that one of those pollen spores from that male landed on that female to where now you're growing this basically what 
I'll just call F2 to make it simpler because who knows how long the plant's been there in the wild. You're growing those F2s and then you're going to find something where now you're going to be able to build a stable variety of high cannabinoid producing plants out in the wild. You know, that's just extremely rare, but it, it happened for someone because that's what we ended up with today. Well, it's about to happen. Reason. It's going to happen eventually, sooner or later. Yeah, that's, that's the only reason right now why we have high THC weed. I mean, and you can do this right now. You, in the same way where like hemp and cannabis, there's a weird dividing line because a lot of people are having a hard time trying to grow hemp that grows or you know produces less than 0.3% THC. Well, guess what? A lot of those varieties, they're not producing any detectable amounts of the super minor cannabinoids like CBL or CBC. So you could technically do that right now with THC. We could breed varieties that are like one-to-one -one varieties of CBC to uh, THCV, but almost no detectable amount of THC even far below 0.3%, you know, because if we can, if you can make varieties that are so dominant in one particular cannabinoid, like, like a skunk number one or something that's, you know, if you look at a pie chart of its cannabinoids, like 99.5% of it, it's just making THCA. There's, there's CBG and there's THCA. And if you let the plant go like two weeks extra, you might begin CBN almost no CBD and almost no any other minor cannabinoid. So you can do that, even though it's not done yet because we're still taking baby steps. And this is only, we're only talking about stuff that's been happening for, you know, five to 10 years. So it's going to take a time, but eventually, yeah, you can have varieties of cannabis that it's, you have to have really super efficient, you know, uh, sophisticated, testing apparatuses to even find the THC that's present. But yeah, I'm going further and further from what we originally talked about. Dude, thank you, Ren. I enjoy this type of conversation. I've got to go to bed, Eagle. Tomorrow when you get up, you're going to really know you got a tattoo, brother. <laughs> Give me a... <laughs> Good seeing you, Bingus. Hiding behind the light right there. Thank you, Bingus. Uh, I will most definitely know I'll have a tattoo tomorrow. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be that bad, to be honest with you. And it's nice to see you practicing what you came out and preached today. I can see them deep breaths over there. That calmness, letting that zen in. Did you want to see it? Even though I told Smiley I wasn't going to show it, I'll show it to you, Bingus. What's that? Go ahead. The new yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I wasn't going to show it because I'm a little perturbed, but I'm going to show it because I love you guys. Okay. It is very much undone. This was supposed to be like a 10-hour sitting that was supposed to be consecutive today, but somebody snuck in on me earlier, and we cut off early. But I thought we were to a good spot to quit in. But Buddha's head, or Shiva's head, I should say, quite the difference there, Shiva's head is not complete. Yeah. 
about here. To about here, she was facing. So, <laughs> I actually got to go work, do some tile on this house Tuesday. I'm going right to the tattoo shop Tuesday. To at least, at least have Sheba's head finished. Okay. Do you want to see yeah. what it should look like first? Sure. Or do you want to see what the it whole, looks like first? Give me the whole program, please. All right. This is the base. Let me see if I can get there. Oh, damn that rain. See that without the damn rain. See if I turn that a little bit there. It's a tree. You got Shiva sitting on a nice wood stump there. Really nice looking picture if it in focus. Okay, now I'm going to see it somewhat cool. through the fucking yeah. rain. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty nice. Well, mine is not quite done. And it still has a lot of the black left to fade. So it's still kind of in that iffy phase. But I know it's going to change. So I'm not afraid to show it. But it's in that kind of. Uh, this is what I got done today. Was, uh, oh, shit. Right there. She was. Right there. Wow. So we still got the stump and the tree to come up behind the eagle. I hate the backward shit. There's a tree that will come up and kind of go behind the bird there and then he'll sit down there and that will finish the scene coming up my leg so and that kind of shiva and the decoration that goes on now will open up the chakras going on gotcha. back. and that be cool. just a matter of mm -hmm. piecing like piecing them together at that point but that's what i had done today that was five and a half hours right there thank you hey Thank you so much for showing us. And uh, uh, until next time, <laughs> I'll see you guys later. Thanks, brother. Thank you, Vegas. Love you, buddy. Have a good one. Cannon Trooper, one in, one out. What's up? What up, man? How you doing? Um, I was just literally about to ask, like, hey, you're not going to wrap it up. Can I do one more dab before you wrap it up? Because I got into that whole spiel about damn genetics, and I I just wanted to fix my phone and put it up against whatever it was going to sit up against, so I could take one dab. <laughs> I'd be offended if you didn't. Right, pill. Take a dab. Good, because I might be able to sneak two in here. Yeah, I, I both like explaining things. You know, you were talking about. I, I don't want to go back and I knew it, don't want to make it a topic of discussion. But right before I popped in, you were also talking about a fight for knowledge or, you know, people, you know, being like uh, turkey vultures over the damn like knowledge carcass, right? And uh, same thing too, it's like, I, oh, I don't know. And I, I feel guilty for not, like I said, being able to have more of a body of, uh, you know, like, what, what do you want to call it? Resume, right? I never knew that social media, YouTube slash Instagram, this is a hard thing for people to deal with, either if they're past a certain age, like I said, you don't talk to no one about that kind of stuff, pre-legalization in any state, post-legalization on social media, right? So I've, I'd never figured 
that it'd be an in-between time that I was around that you have to do that. You know, you have to almost build a resume on social media. And I, like I said, I feel guilty about that, explaining things and trying to, you know, trying to explain something if any type of topic or question comes up and then not being able to be someone that's like, no, I, I don't just know this. It's I, I figured this out through, you know, years and years of experience, you know, so. Uh, we know it's good info. We know it's still good info, right, Bill? We don't need that resume. We know what's good info. Well, I, I'm, I'm just not, I don't want to be someone that leads people into believing that, you know, I'm just someone talk, you know, <laughs> I know we're talking shit with you right now, Eagle. I know that's the name of the show, but I literally don't want to be someone that's, yeah. You get what I mean. It is so bad. I thought it was a good idea until I hear the negative side of it you being used. And I'm like, oh, man, come on. It ain't that fucking bad. It's a good turn. It's not always fucking talking shit. It could be good. It could be good. We got to let Kana in here. Good morning, Kana. You want to say hello? What's going on, guys? What's up? I just hopped on here. I was awake. Huh? Huh? When we go and parachute. It's the season parachute. now. When you get there, yeah, it's starting to get warm. Michigan, man. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. we gotta see. We gotta see <laughs> when I can get get away up there, bro. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'll take you. I'm taking you up on that offer. You get up here. Yeah, man. I'm. Uh, Don't I'm sneak up here and then show me I was and in, in Michigan postcard and shit. Ah, doctor. <laughs> no, I'll, send I'll, me a I'll postcard you know. from Flint. <laughs> Don't you be sending me no postcards from Flint, man. Do they even have Flint postcards? I uh, use a water bag. <laughs> they used to. What back in the seventies? When I don't know when was that whole debacle? Sure when did it hit the media? Is before the auto manufacturers left, yeah, probably. Poor Flint's never left the media. Never. No. Now while I've been growing up, I can be I remember being like fourth, fifth grade and like go out of town, out of state. Where are you from? Flint? Holy shit, I've heard that's a terrible town. Kill mm-hmm. it. You know, like, at one point I just gave up on it. I was like, Yep. You just get that serious, yep. And people fucking shut up about that shit. Like, oh shit, this is one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so when I first moved up there to be a medical caregiver, um, my ex was with me at the time. And I remember her mom called me and she like right after we moved there. She's she didn't even realize like what Flint was. Then she heard it in the media and she's like, Where the fuck did you move my daughter to? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I was like, um, I'm pretty sure she's going to be fine because honestly, she's from Dayton. So I was like, it's not much more bad or worse. So <laughs> let's see what time is it? <clears throat> so Chad's saying that you're going to push me out that plane, Canna. I don't think <laughs> you'd have to push me out that plane. I, I think I'd race you out that door, to be honest with you. 
So At what this we point, call I think I'd race you. Yeah. What we call that in the military, if uh, someone is a refusal at the doors, we say you need a Kiwi injection because we used to shine our boots with Kiwi boot polish. Yeah, exactly. Just put a boot in their ass. Is that... <laughs> I, I got to have a visual aid. Is this one of those uh, ones that has the big ramp that, you know, the reverse, the reverse? It just it, it it'll depend on like what airframe they give us. Um, if like we and you go to go jump, they could either be anywhere from like a Cessna caravan all the way up to a, a extra large caravan that has a tailgate. Okay. So it just depends on what airframe they have because a lot of times those uh skydiving places they'll have a, another plane in town from another skydiving place oh, yeah. and everything too because they like to travel around and help <laughs> each other out. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. The tailgate ones are the best. <laughs> yeah. They've got a little bar underneath the bottom of the tailgate. A lot of people don't know about. So, like, I like to hang on that thing and scare people, especially if you're a first-time jumper. <laughs> kind of hits for a minute before you take the ride. Yeah, fun. yeah. It's always it's always yeah, fun to screw. Oh yeah, dude. It's it's so much fun to screw with like the newbies and stuff. They're like, "How many jumps do you have?" I was like. I don't know, like a hundred, but this is my first time like going up with like without a reserve. You want to come with me? <laughs> All sorts of shit or being like, I don't know, man. Uh, last time I jumped, I blacked out, you know, like they're asking you advice and you just like, you just fuck with them the whole way up. Try to make them nervous. Little things. Yeah. Of course. Why wouldn't you? What kind of teacher would you not be if you didn't scare the fuck out of your students before, huh? Huh? Yeah, well, on, honestly, the whole thing about it is, is like you do it because you don't really kind of want a, a, a little bitch to be up in the plane with you, because if they're a little bitch up there, you got to handle it. You got to push them out to help the instructor push them out the door. I've totally had that. Like we were fighting this guy because no one can be landing in the airplane when it goes to land. Hmm. Once that door opens, everybody's out. Cheers, 420. I'd hate to be the sissy that walked out the back of that plane after it landed, to be honest with it. it, it that, that actually doesn't, that never happens unless like somebody's like having a heart attack or they're fucking dying. <laughs> even, even when that happens, they throw them out the door because it's quicker to get down than to fly down. Ah. True story. <laughs> if you're going up, you're going down. That's all I think about that. <laughs> You sign that waiver, and the rest is history. Yep, you're pretty much you sign that waiver. You're my bitch. <laughs> you know, in that situation, if if you told me that, like right after that, like if you said that whole thing, like you know, yeah. re rewind one minute. If you told me that right after I signed the waiver, it would actually make me feel more comfortable because then it'd be like I don't actually have a say in this, so. I'm just going to fucking limp mess. I'm going to go yeah. full limp and you just drag me right out. <laughs> I mean, anybody who's sign, on... Don't sign anything, can a trooper hands me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it actually sounds fun. I could get talked into that. Like I said, I've bungee jumped. That, what, how much more different is that than bungee jumping? Uh, completely different. I think the 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 best way to compare to bungee jumping is if you uh skydive off of like a hot air balloon. 
that's the most similar yeah. thing because it's just like when you go up in a hot air balloon, you're just like watching yourself go up the whole time. You're like, oh, fuck, this is going to suck. I passed that opportunity. I, I lived in Colorado Springs, and that's like one of the hot, uh, hot air balloon fucking capitals of the world. Didn't take that opportunity up. Regret it. Dude, hot air balloons are the shit. <laughs> I, I don't know why. Like, that's not more of a thing. Like, that that's so much fun. One time we went up to about 500 feet and I hopped out and I just pulled my chute immediately as we popped out as a, I, I jumped out of it. It's called a hop and pop. Those are so much fun. <coughs> Oof, I brought on the sweats. I brought on the sweats. Man, I got down in my room. Everything's on uh, the same timer right now, the same time schedule. It was convenient for me way back when, when the time changed, uh, when I reset everything, to have everything on the same time. Winter, it was nice to have that extra heat during the nighttime hours. You know, in daytime, I supplemented in other ways. But now, it's too fucking hot in here. I got to cut this lights. Cut that heat in half transfer some of that LED heat to the daytime where it likes that daytime heat. So yeah. I was fucking here right now. 85. 85 right where I'm sitting. Oh yeah. I'm glad I didn't go with my first response. So nice, doesn't care. What? I said, I'm glad I didn't go with my first response. That's a nice looking cat. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that's Ziggy. He's uh, he's pretty cool. Never been too much into the cat, so. Too mysterious. <laughs> well, that's the thing, too, man. You learn to fucking be around the cat. You know, a dog, you train a dog. Dogs do what you want. Cats fucking do whatever the fuck they want. You become around their head. It's basically a I don't know. I like... Uh... I like cats. <laughs> and I can't help but wonder after I stop talking and almost hit that mic, if it doesn't have something directly to do with that word I didn't use when I first seen the cat. Is it one and the same? They, they both do what they want and we just kind of follow along? <laughs> That's a question. <coughs> what, for both cats and dogs? No, the other term I was using would have been for cats and humans. Do they I mean, both do what they want and we just learn to adapt? Oh, uh, I see what you're saying. 
Yeah, it took you a second. Damn. I mean, I, well, yeah, no, I just, uh, I mean, I just took a really big dab. (laughs) Yeah. I knew, I knew you were referring to, uh, an organ, but I didn't realize you were referring to opposite sex. I'm trying to be nice about it. Are you looking shy like it, Tina? Hmm? Looking shy at somebody about that turn. No, <laughs> you got that look of shyness to your face. Like, yeah, we're not talking about that. Uh, I always have that. <coughs> I'm just really stoned. Ah, <laughs> uh, feisty today, folks. Can't today. Maybe it's the ink. The ink's going to your brain, man. It's that red ink, that red dye, red, uh, red 40. It ain't the red dye. It's, it's a tough guy tattoo. It's the first tattoo. <coughs> Shiva has possessed your mind. Not yet. It ain't done. He can't possess it until it's done, I would think. <coughs> Yeah, so, so what do yeah, you guys I'm, got up for the day? Fresh week. We got any plans for the week? You want? Is it Monday? I know it all blends together anymore, don't mm-hmm. you? <clears throat> I'm almost just waiting for 420. Is that like uh, you know, an- anticipation time? Yeah, that's next week. And I got some planning to do. This, I'm put. I'm gonna throw this together about as much time as I did last year. Except I got a, a good foot on it already. I do have some guests in the kitty. I haven't put times together or nothing like that. I still gotta throw together somewhat of a schedule and all that good shit. But it's happening. It's fucking happening. Even if I gotta sit on there 24 hours by myself, it's fucking mm-hmm. happening. You would I think it would be bit better than last year. I'm hoping. Same <clears throat> problem. Yeah. Yeah. Same I would say so. You know, and uh, one cool thing is back in the day when we would use <coughs> Google Hangouts, we were limited to just 10 people. <clears throat> now, I've been in one of these wormholes where I remember we had like 13, 14 people. I was just on one random night. So that that's a good thing, you know, not being limited at 10 people. That was the first time, like I said, I was in a chat with more than 10. So 420, I don't know. You, I don't know how small the windows get. If you have 50 people in a call, how small are those damn windows when you have everyone on the screen together? But it, we'll see. It won't get that large. It won't get that large, I promise you. It's uh, funny because you, you mentioned how big some of these panels have been. When I started this, I came from a panel show, and I was like, so not panel. You look at the first mm-hmm. couple months of the, the start of this, I was like, yeah, I'm going to limit the rabbit hole to fucking four people, and I kept it that way for the longest time. I didn't, yeah, you, I did. didn't you know, it gets too confusing <clears throat> after four. You know, you get up six, eight, people start talking over each other. Nobody's like, kind of really, it's not polite anymore. It's, I want to get my point across. It's like, uh, 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 you know, it's Turkey kind of that yeah. barking dog mentality. 
That's not fun. And then when somebody doesn't get that, I can't talk in, they fade to the background and it's like, oh, this ain't no more fun. You know what I mean? So it's hard. To, that's why I avoided that. And then I, I don't have an excuse why big heartedness, why I've let him grow. You know what I mean? Not wanting to stick to my guns because I didn't want to say no to people. But uh, luckily, luckily, as the show, show has grown and more and more people come on, etiquette has formed. You know what I mean? Everybody's kind of learned to talk with each other and time them out. It might take a time or two, but the rhythm naturally proceeds. So I didn't have to actually have to be a dick about it and limit it. You know what I mean? But 420 is a different beast because of the way it is. This year, last year, it was at groups of three with an open session at one point. This year, I think I'll move it up to, because we have more people and a better, well, not a better, a bigger group of people from high up to low. You know what I mean? I want to mix, this year I want to try to mix a little bit to where some people like say from chat, you know, might be in with some other folks they might not usually have a conversation with before. I don't, I don't know how I'm going to figure out the timing though. Cause last year it would be like me and you, I had, I'd have you set up for like an hour and then on the half hour, that third person would come in and that would rejuvenate the conversation a little bit. We had a little fresh perspective, kind of kept things rolling. And then halfway through, you would check out, and then somebody else would check in to kind of keep it all rolling. It, it worked it really good. Did it naturally work out to where it worked out to where you had a line of people wait and come in? Oh, I had it all lined up. I had it all prearranged. You were coming at this time from nine to ten o'clock. You were going to log on. And then what, what was the down. trap door? What did you use? did you just say? Okay, time to go. Or what was the trap door that you used to get rid of people? And I didn't relate, but basically they knew the deal. So when the, the fourth person popped on, they kind of knew, oh, kind of check out, or, you know, maybe a quick high. And, uh, but it worked. It, it flew. It flowed just like it was supposed to. Between like eight and 10, I think there was a weird spot where somebody didn't show up, just one person, but it was still a good one-on-one. Mm -hmm. It flowed well. It flowed really well. So I don't know how to time in that rhythm of the fourth person, but something like that pretty much is what I'm thinking. Like I said, I don't want to get it to where we're shouting over each other or something like that. Then at some point, how it works, I keep forgetting that episode never aired. YouTube took that shit down. At some point, I'll open it up kind of like Thanksgiving and uh, Christmas to where it's a free-for-all. Some people can pop on. Say hello. Do, you, do you happen to know the most amount of people you had at one time? Was I lucky that time when I was like 13, 14 people? Uh, yeah, that was probably the biggest one. Yeah. <laughs> it's only happened a few times where it's gotten that big. Yeah. And every time it, yeah, I just like close my eyes and go, oh, I this is going to work out. Because <laughs> and you know this is this is honest this is on on the air thing here. There's been this is where things change. This is where things change. There was a couple of times where I seen uh, when I was governing. I guess that's a shitty word again. The panel 
to where, you know, I was keeping it to four and people would come on trying to jump in and I wouldn't let them in because it was already to the max, in my opinion. And then I would see in chat, oh, I tried to get in, but fucking Eagle wouldn't let me in. And blah, blah, blah. So I seen that a couple of times. And I'm like, hey, that's kind of sucks. I didn't, there's a rule. I'm just trying to abide by my rule. It isn't personal, you know what I mean? But I've seen it enough times to where it was like, ah, fuck, fuck. I ain't trying to single anybody out. It's just poor time. So I just started letting everybody in. Okay. So, yeah, that's been the progressive of the show. All right. Did that happen on 420? Was that when that changed? And then from that point on? No, it didn't change a little bit longer down. Maybe September, you know, right around September, the panels started getting a little bit bigger. Interesting. It's been good pan. I can't even wait to see how it's going to change in the next year. I look back at some of the first episodes and I think, man, I should be still doing that shit. That's what I was talking about earlier, man. I want to keep that fire, man. I look back at the, some of them first episodes. I'm like, I should still be doing that. That was a good idea. You know, fuck. I'm glad I lost that. <laughs> glad I ain't doing that shit no more. But it's, yeah. There's so many good things I did in the beginning that I think were key to building things. On time at 11.30 every night, that was one thing I think was very in- instrumental into kicking things off. It, uh, it is, the consistency. Yeah, I think so too, to be honest with you. I don't like to say that because I don't want to... Uh, that's my dirty weapon, to be honest with you. I don't want to say that. I don't want the rest yeah, of blame, it. Blame it on the red just die. Just Blame it on the red death. Yeah. You know what's funny is I referenced you the other day, Red Pill, and it was to like a non cannabis smoker. You know, last I was talking about what was going on in the show and what we were talking about that evening. And I went to reference something you said. And don't ask me what it was okay. at this point because I really don't fucking remember. But I said, Red Pill says, Red Pill said, and the and the gentleman looked at me like kind of show is it? i'm like red pill you know like the matrix red blue pill we're not really talking about pills here you know what i mean it's not necessarily a watcher of the show but i was trying to sell it i was i was still trying to sell it so i did i had to specify specify. that's cool i got giddy last night when uh uh foe ab normal abnormal Pro 20 Abnormal uh, gave me a shout out on his little lists there. And I had to, I, I have to do that same thing now. My mind is burnt out to where I get mad at myself for forgetting things that I want to remember. Didn't always used to be that. I think that's the thing of when I rolled over to 30 when that started. If that sounds bad, I'm sorry, but it started for me at 30. So uh, I saw that. I thought that was cool. That was cool that he shouted me out. And then I, that also makes me want to, I have to start writing things down <laughs> like that. Like when I watch, I watch so much shit now. It's not so much when I watch like comedy podcasts, but definitely when I'm watching the spotlight version of the show, or if it's a wormhole I'm not present at, you know, or if it's another 
uh, information based cannabis type and you know stream at, at the point now where i think so much i gotta start writing things down it's mandatory every mentor i've ever had is taking a journal and i think honestly red pill i think mm-hmm. that's where i'm fucking up i i should be writing more things down i think it's more key into the manifestation of life your ideas it mm-hmm. helps you take in ideas better and it kind of sinks them in there when you write it down but you're exactly right you know journaling is an excellent way to you know keep your knowledge handy and pushing forward and it's key to success right flat out you know? i know that's one of my flaws that i keep telling myself i'm gonna do it yeah me too documenting uh, all data I really, I could have been doing it since I was little, but I've been feeling this way since I'm, like, so I'm 30 now. I've been feeling this way since I'm, like, 27. So there's already three years of maybe jokes that I thought of or certain sparks that I heard, you know, it's a podcast or this show or another show that I'm watching, and then Either it's something I'm already thinking about and it helps me, you know, like decipher it or make sense of it, or it's just something that I hear something and then it, you know, takes me in a whole new direction. That's even more important to write down, but it's a new profound thought. Those ones that you come real quick and then you forget what you're thinking of, that sucks. I hate that. It's like new inventions and, you know, new techniques or you know, routine, you know, all that kind of shit. Yeah, everything. Janet right down got a fucking email over there. You see that fucking thing? That thing's like fucking, it looks like an inch and a half of fucking coil. Jesus, man. Jesus. That's a lot of coil, man. Yeah, that thing's thick. That email, look at that thing. It's like twice the one I got there. That thing's banging. It's for fat dabbers. I'm not that fat of a dabber. I don't need that kind of heat. That's some one grand dabber bangers right there. Holy fuck. Mm-hmm. How come you don't use an email, man? Right, Bill? You fucking dab. You, if any of us should have an email, you should have a fucking email. I didn't oh, bring it. I didn't bring it. It's still in Colorado. I didn't bring it. Okay. It's old. Okay. Only half yeah. of it works. I have to have it Again. hotter than I would normally. It, it's changed. The way it's, you did uh, that. Yeah. That seems like that would have been first in the bag. <laughs> Pipe it would be but, first thing packed. But then, you know, there's been people that went the whole other route with it. And like I said, if I was going to get a, I, I'm more of a frequent, like I said, I call it chain dabbing. It's where I'm not really doing one gram dabs. You know, I'm doing like, six dabs in a row that might add up to a gram right that would be good for an email but if i was gonna do i I, well i had in colorado i had one but i would just i have a video there's a video on my youtube channel where i I do uh now the, the video itself is nine minutes and 15 seconds but there's an intro to me talking and there's a coughing outro of me talking 
but minus, I'll just say the 15 seconds to be, you know, whatever, conservative. But there's a video of me doing 11 dabs in nine minutes off of Aina. I have 11 different dabbers all preloaded with a dab. Forget what the video was for. I didn't win the contest of whatever it was for, you know, doing a some kind of dabbing contest, but I did 11 dabs in nine minutes, what it ended up being. Like I said, teeny bit shorter than that, but I had it all pre-prepared. So yeah, I, I can go crazy with the email. I have the same thing. I have a video of me doing slab dabs and stuff, just picking up a whole uh, solid sheet of uh, shatter that lifts off the parchment paper and doing a dab off the corner of it. But um, I don't know, just I didn't bring it from Colorado here to Wisconsin. And I'm already down on the normal rig that I like to use. I like to use this rig, but it's a 10 mil. I broke the, the nail that went for it. And then because I had a backup rig, I brought two rigs out from Colorado. I just been whatever sufficient off this one. You, you know, that, that's all I have. For I gotta throw this out there before I run out. Of, before I forget it, Canna Trooper, you using fucking shish kebab sticks and Q-tips or uh, cotton balls to clean that fucking thing or what? They didn't fucking banger and shit. Mm -hmm. He's got the Grand Canyon banger over there. You just drop it and wait 30 seconds for it to hit and then start hitting your rig. Yeah. So that's it's only a 26 mil. Depth or weight? It's not even a 30. Okay. Red pill. Would you say? I like those ones, to be honest with you. I think it's better hits, letting that air go through as you hit it. I can't never yeah. get that, you know what I mean? Up and down, I want to air that there. I hate so spinning you, them and stuff, but, like, this one, it just, like, leans in. You just roll it around. It's it's a lot easier. It's the only carb cap I have. It's uh, Jong, J-O, and G underscore glass on uh, whoa, Instagram. Uh it's not worth its glory shoney right now because I don't have the UV. It's, it's a Lucy. Lucy is just clear glass and normal lighting conditions, and it's dirty right now. Should showing without oil covering it, but it's just clear glass. But with UV, it's pink. It fluoresces pink under UV. That's the only carb cap, like I said, I also brought up. I, I brought out. The two dab rigs, that carb cap, my two broken torches, uh, and that chem dog pipe over there. You bring broken torches, but leave the email. You can buy a new torch anywhere, right? Bill? They're cheap. Um, well, this. Well, no, 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 no. I, you're right. I brought two broken torches. Even my dad had the sense that you just said and bought me a new working torch. So now I have a, a working torch that really isn't that. Here we go. I should just shut up. If I were to buy that new nail for that rig I like, then this torch would be sufficient enough to heat it up because it's a brand new clean quartz nail. On this dirty quartz nail, 
that I have to either scrape clean or use alcohol Q-tips to clean out. I have <clears throat> the broken blazer. Broken blazer doesn't, I have to use a lighter or, or this torch uh, to get going. But this one's more powerful. This one heats up that one. This one heats up that one. <laughs> Sorry, I'm OCD. Uh, red pill's just as cheap as I am. Huh? Yeah, I'm OCD and cheap. Uh... Nothing wrong with that. I like it though. Hey, I'm, I'm, I don't gotta, you know what? I just don't care. There's more things in life I care about. I got a slab here. I'm not worried about how hard it is for me to heat up the surface it, it is that I dab on. More, there's things I stress out more in life about, you know. So what's the difference in the coils there, Kana? Why is one set at four and one set at 530? Is the sidewall is 530 and the bottom's four? Uh, the bottom's 530 and the walls are four. 530 is kind of the temperature we've found on these uh, um, quartz uh, bangers with these uh, coils. Um, I was doing it a little bit higher. This is kind of like where it just simmers it. So you can just keep hitting it and keep hitting it and get like the maximum like effect out of your dab. Just like doesn't burn it up. I don't know if you noticed, but I took like fucking like 10 dabs back to back on that one dab. So it just it uh, makes it sing. Thing, you know, the multiple hits, man. You, you get that, let that banger get dirty, man. You can only get a couple of good puffs and then the, you stop and it smolders in the banger. Just gets yeah. wasted. I always but, wait for it to go under 300 on this too. That's the other thing before I like start using any sort of like liquid on it. So that way I like preserve the banger a lot better as well. I was going to say uh, why I said it the other way is I assume that you were trying to go for maybe a, a lower temp dab. So yeah. the bottom, the bottom one being the 400 and I'm thinking the walls being 530 would like melt on the way as it passed through the 530 and then just simmer on that 400 bottom on that cold cold bag i actually silly thing you're not you're not you're not wrong when i have like uh this this is uh some um bho right here so when i have like uh <clears throat> solventless rosin i like to do it at a lower temp and i'll, I'll reverse it i'll literally yeah. i'll because all I need to do is literally just switch which coil goes into which output because I just keep the temperatures the same. That way I can just reverse it that way. What, what, what there is one benefit to that is if you are, you know, when you're dropping dabs into the bucket, hotter on top because of thermal dynamics and what oil is, it's uh, trying to run away from the heat. So when you have it hotter on top, it's dripping off the side walls and staying more on the bottom, you know one solid puddle you know so it's actually it sounds like it's you know whatever uh it, it's it sounds like it would be the other way around but it works better that way thermal conduct i almost would assume that yeah if it got by that that heat zone that it would force it towards the cold 400 bottom versus yeah you know trying to pop up and pass right exactly a really cold spot mm -hmm. 
that's why uh, for my favorite nail that I what, what potentially my favorite nail I haven't dabbed off one but I can understand the physics of it and that's why it would lead me to believe that I would like it so much is the uh, original terp slurpers which it's just like a bucket it's like a bucket and then there's a straw on the bottom of the bucket which leads to a pan and then the pan is open on the bottom that draws up through that straw into the bucket so when you dab off the top you're heating up that bottom saucepan on the on the bottom the most so all the heat is rising up you only have enough residual heat around the bucket to melt the dab off the dabber it drops into the bucket falls through the straw where it's getting hotter and hotter and hotter so as gravity is bringing it down it's getting hotter it's evaporating more it hits that little saucepan and it just boils like a, on a skillet so then you're the air that you're drawing through this part of it, this, the neck of it, is constantly drawing it up through that straw, like a straw. So your terp bubbles coming off that saucepan are what's coming off that straw. So it's like a recycler inside the bucket where you're constantly having oil drip down due to gravity and heat and come up as you know evaporated terp bubbles. And it's a very efficient now as far as getting you know burning off all i don't call it burning but you know vaporizing all your dab plus draw drawing the terpenes and the dab itself up through you know it's bubbling through melting dab as it hits so i'm just imagine they call it a terp slurper i'm just imagining how thick the terpenes would come off with that My mind is so fucked up. <laughs> I swear to you, my mind is, isn't right sometimes. And I say that because I was still laughing about Candy Troopers last time out. And what he was showing off some funny shit on his last episode. And then for some fucking reason, talk about dads. I thought it'd be funny. And I bet, and I still think it'd be funny and I bet you there's a market for it. Some chicks would probably love it. Like preformed little dick dads there. You know what oh I'm my. talking about? That'd be Maybe hilarious. Wouldn't Just it though? But you talk about drop the dick. This is where it gets bucket. funny. <laughs> oh yeah. So this is where it gets funny. Would you would you drop a, one of those little dick dabs into a turp slurper and hit that shit yeah you definitely could the the like how uh, there's a, i mean there's a, you could but the well here you? it's not just you could it makes more sense because of its phallic shape and the turp slurpers themselves have uh turp screws which are the what you would say tailored made carb cap because like I said, the way it's shaped, it's it's got depth into it. You know, it's cylindrical and deep. So the terp screws, it's just like a screw, right? And you drop that over the top of it. So it's sealed over the top. It's flat. It's got a flat head like a screw does. But inside is where that cyl cylindrical uh, duct of air is going, forcing air straight down on top of that little terp saucepan. 
on the bottom of the turp slurper. So yeah, it would work because because if it's so cylindrical, you want to dunk things, so to speak, in it. The turp slurpers are made for large dabs. So if I were to have a little bit, this is more of a pull and snap, even a little bit more uh, gooey than a pull and snap. No, you pull and snap. No fucking dab like that, damn it. It drops in just like <laughs> I ain't going to pull and snap it. I might tug it, but it's not going to no snap it. But uh, it's funny. Solid. I'm telling you right now, there's some dab queen out there that's willing to do one dab, one gram, little dick dabs like that. Or just what? that's funny. The only way I could see that being any funnier, yeah, as as described earlier by Red Pill, the way the turps bounce around the bottom of the skill like that, that mm. thing would bounce around until it melted. Bop, 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 bop. As it would, <laughs> just saying just saying i warned you before melt. i even spit it out it would, it would shrink right. though it would melt <laughs> at least you I'm spit yeah yeah it's a very short it lasts two seconds it's about how long that lasts long enough though that's fucking funny shit right there Funny shit, I'm telling you, it would sell to the female market. I think it would sell me, yeah, that's with it. It's fun doing big dabs. One of my favorite ones was the uh ball and chain. There's a lot of different, you know, you can name dabs things, but it's a very cool one. It's a worm dab, self explanatory. Use the same one, you could use the same, the same exact turp slurper, good for a ball and chain, but. Ball and chain's a little bit more funnier because you're making it uh, really hard on yourself because you're putting maybe like a half gram spherical dab on the top or on the bottom of maybe another half gram worm dab. You do this big fat one gram dab, but the front of it is right away. You're going to kick your ass right away. The just holding on in there by a loose thread is literally that loose thread worm dab that you're chopping in there. So I'm going to confirm my point. You take that. It's just another name for the very same thing. It's the same audience. They drop same. that fucking that, that fucking dick dab in there. It could be to them. What is it? The ball and chain. Boom. Yeah. Same, same name, different process. Same. For, for. Yeah, I guess that's, I mean, I, I, I didn't, the person doing this, I guess they came out with ball and chain because that's, their mind didn't take them to the dick dab right away. Like I said, the queen dabber, she might have gone there. She wasn't thinking ball and chain at first. She's just thinking dick dab. I, know, I don't know why. You know, I wouldn't have normally thought of it either until I was sitting here fucking staring until at that can re- until that damn thinking ready. about his last visit. That's fucking cannon trooper. He's I'm always fun to fuck red ink. I, I, I laughed about that the whole next day, to be honest with you. To be honest with you. And then then I seen in another chat, somebody else was doing it on another show a couple days before. I was like, really? Is this a trend? Is this really going to be a trend? I don't know. It's, I, I've seen it. I've seen it. There's, you know, it's one of those, there's nothing new under the sun. 
you know, whenever you get excited about inventing something the first time, you get a fucking poo-poo parade because you find out it wasn't really you that created it, right? If we went down the road of who's the first person to mold their shatter in a dick dab, we're going to have to go year by year by year so we find more and more and more and more. And then someone, now there's going to be some old timers like, no, no, no. No, no, no. We did that. We mixed fucking hash oil and pipe resin and made a fucking dick dabs culture. So if you're going to make a dick dab culture, I'd better get a big JJ. No, absolutely. That's all I say. No, it's got it. Yeah. Oh, no. We got to even up the score. If you're making dick dabs, I want a JJ banger. I've got to be able to drop it right well, in there. Okay, if we want to get super, and it's going to be a turp slurper too. It's that's not going to be a regular banger. Okay, well that's I mean, going to be a turp slurper. If you want to get super bumping, we don't have to make the the turp slurper from quartz. You use quartz because it has high integrity to heat and cooling and that. If you want to have what you're talking about, the JJ, or at least where my mind went, is we're going to make a turp slurper out of the the pink colors of glass maybe pink cadillac maybe ambrosia maybe oh wait was it ambrosia no uh, it's a aphrodisiac there's a lot of cool pink colors of glass but that's what i would do i would make you a one of one pink turp slurp (laughs) so i actually have some pink stuff right here at my feet what you got? Let the clients wander on that. I'm getting them up. Right here. Seeing how we are men and women culture, there were a few ladies that wanted <gasps> pink shirts. Pink t-shirts. Huh? Ta-da. Pink show shirts. Huh? There you go. Few people already got them. Lexi was the first one to get it. Test drive. But there was a demand. There was a demand. So there they are. I, I did catch that you said that there's almost a, a one t-shirt for every day of the week. Is that is that mathematically? Okay, so no. There's a different. I've almost got a different. Are there free slots? Are there days on the on the week? Is there a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday slot still open? No, they're not that well organized. We're like, ah. I I want to brainstorm another T-shirt. You don't have a red one yet, do you? No, nope, red no, shirt. No, no. I think orange might be next, like a cool orange, not like a safety orange, but maybe an okay. orange. Okay. I want the black. I want the fucking black. Is what I want. I don't understand why I can't get the black yet. They got a new machine that they're not used to printing with the black yet. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure they're right. But I want black. And the like the yellow shirt is with mm-hmm. just the basic kazoo design. I want that, but like it all white and what shows through. Mm-hmm. Uh their faces and everything just to be the shirt color black you know what i mean a two-tone maybe even yellow and black as Vingus pulling it out would be cool but i think it'd be too easy to do i think it'd look killer that's what i want next but i don't think they're happening now. yeah 
Want to give away a t-shirt while we're doing talking about it? Uh-oh. Might as well fucking give away a shirt while we're talking one about it. One of the pink ones? Uh, I don't think I got a pink one loaded up. I don't have a pink one loaded up. I almost all spoken for it, to be honest with you. Hey, guys, You're I'm actually going like, to go ahead and get off. Um, I had a can of trooper. <laughs> no, just kidding. Hello. Yeah, man. Jump off right when the giveaway, when the fun starts. Okay, okay. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> I was try- I was trying to. I didn't want to get caught. <laughs> as soon as he heard there was no pink T-shirt being given away. Yep, I was holding out, bro. I'm sorry. I'm real. <laughs> He's getting chat. Try to win it then. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Got a large right here. Getting chat. Try to win it. <laughs> All right. I want to see a number, Canna. I'm just gonna. I'm. I'm actually gonna get back to bed here now that I like dabbed myself into oblivion. Yeah. yeah. Fine. Fine, Canna Trooper. <laughs> Work bad. All right, guys. Have a good night. Yeah. Thanks for letting me on. Yeah. Peace. Take care, brother. Later. <laughs> All right, Red Pill. We got 44 people watching. I have to throw this one out there because I have a boatload of shit going overseas. <laughs> so, unfortunately, to save myself on a little bit of shipping, this round will be U.S., Canada only. Uh, no, U.S., just U.S. because I got to fill out the same shit for Canada. So, sorry. 90% of you that are probably watching right U.S. only. I'm sorry, guys. You know I got much love from you guys, though. For real. For real. We got 44 watching. That's probably going to cut our numbers down, but we're still going to do the same theory. Cut it down. 44 watching? What happened to the other 36 people usually watching? We're an hour past. We're an hour past Stop that. We're, we're, we're in OT. We're in OT right now. <laughs> All right. Red pill. Yeah. Will you please pick out a number and send it to me in the Zoom chat from anywhere from <laughs> zero to 200, please? Can I send it on Instagram instead of the Zoom chat? Does that work? No, not on Instagram. Just in okay. the Zoom chat. Not the uh-huh. Chad. If some miracle you win this shirt, I'll make sure you get a pink shirt. Okay? Okay. I got you like that. I got you. Now the winner is going to want a pink shirt no matter what. <laughs> mm. They're already guessing. It says 64 watch and Voodoo Ultra says maybe it's just because my page is not updated or some shit. That could be. That could be. I'm sorry to the other 20 people I didn't know was watching. My bad, guys. All right. I guess. I'm looking, I'm looking for the chat. Or how to... Go uh, on your phone, go to dot, dot, dot. I'm sure it'd be like. Uh, in the dot dot dot, I think choose chat. Could be wrong. Oh, I can send you something and it will pop up. How about that? 
There you go. I just sent you a message. It should pop up. Just return it with a number. All right. To those of the rest of you guys that are listening to me in this package are slaps from myself, Smiley, and Canafari. There are some Nightingale seeds here from Canafari. And fuck, I can't even read my own, own fucking writing. And something else in here. I can't fucking read. Probably a hat Probably a hat I'm going to go with it there. Oh, I got it. Slaps, seeds, and a large shirt. That's what's in this package. Slaps, seeds, and a large shirt. Can't even read my hand. It's, it's fucking scribbling. There's no dicks in this. There's no dicks in this. You guys are already going. You only Hold get on. one you gas when it goes Hold on. on. Eagle, they're, did you get that? Did you get that? I did. I did. I did. Does that work? I got it. That works. That's perfect. All righty then. So let me get my uh, timer going here. Minute and 31 seconds. Start. Start. <laughs> Good luck, guys. Good luck. I hope I picked uh, the lucky number for anyone in the chat. Pick your lucky number. Dozer won. I haven't even. We just started. How did Dozer win? What the fuck? How does that always happen every time? You guys and your psychic abilities. Are yeah, dude, that always happens. I've been here for Sorry, numerous of those giveaways. How the hell did that happen? You want to redo it? <laughs> you should have seen. I think that what was that uh, Thanksgiving? I think that when that happened, man, the whole panel. I think there was like eight people on. We were all like dumbfounded. Like, did that just fucking happen? Really? Did that just fucking happen? Nobody even knew how to explain it. We it it keeps like, happening. <laughs> okay. Ah, oh, that's great. Dozer, congratulations. I think it's funny how the legend lives on, though, how people don't, you know what I mean? How something like that is still running. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I know the gift basket thing will never die. All right, five seconds, guys. Four, three, two, one. I've seen some close answers, but I don't think I've seen it right on. Turn off this fucking annoying alarm. Why did the closest one I see right off the bat have to be the guy out of the country that knows he can't win? Come on. Damn it. Ah, I see a second runner up, though. I think I got... And he deserves it, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. I think two oh, E. Ah, you're just fucking with me. You couldn't have, you, you were disqualified in anything. One guess. Did Cheddar Bob get his guess in? He should get a guess. 
Cheddar Bob. I'll make an exception. You want to throw that guess in there? All right. All in my dumb ass. Now what do I do? I've got a conundrum going now. All right. That was supposed to be stopping, Chad. For some reason, I wrote start instead of stop. And now the numbers double are start. taken off again. <laughs> it's not a double start. Anything before that start are the numbers. Yeah. If we have to, we'll play again to correct this situation. Oh, I, but, I figured out how to do the numbers, so I'll figure it out. Real, I'll type that number a second time real fast. <laughs> Got to go back and look again. The second round of numbers got me confused because they, they picked up on what I was putting down about John's guess there. I'm going to pick so, it. The number was 46, correct? Correct. Mm-hmm. Without looking, I can bring it up. The winning number was 46. The closest one I seen right offhand was Rob at 55. But Rob's disqualified because he's not in the U.S. Much love to you, though, Rob. Thank you. Sorry. But the runner-up would be um, I want to say Jason Eisenhower. Yeah, Jason Eisenhower with 57. Is there any disagreements? Was oh, motherfucker. Oh, so that's five easy. Uh, no I think it's no one Rob, knows. to be honest with you. I hooked both of you up because I spoke too soon. But Cheddar Bob says, like, three lines down, 42 is my guess. One, two, three, four. Six, six yeah, yeah, six lines in, 42. 42's got to get it, but yeah, I made the ass move of calling Jason out first. So uh, I'd honor both, to be honest with you. I'll honor both. So, uh, I spoke before confirmation. Justin Beans at 53, but it was after the start. The second start, that should have been stopped. Man, I got a mess going now. Shit. I'm digging in deep already here, Red Bill. Oh, hell, Brett. Oh, shit. Well. Cheddar Bob is most definitely a clear winner. Because he was the first one. But Jason Eyestone, I got much love for that cat, man. He's been helping out quite a bit. And I Not did call him out first. Seems like I'd have to honor that, wouldn't I? I mean, I'm open. I'm open for whatever. Talk to me here, people. What is fair? What is fair here? What is I fair? think Jason should because I called and him out. If you want to do it, I shouldn't have said anything. You can do that. Closer is what I think counts right doesn't necessarily who lands or who who closer counts right Chad Westport said he sees a fucking 50 or a 43 what the hell in the first round Chad I can't be that fucking black wait a minute back to this start 72 all right cue the Benny Hill theme song yeah, right? Yes, motherfucker. He says my second guess is 43, but it's his first guess after start. Oh, this is getting to be fucking 
Redo. I can't do that to him. Can I? I can't do that. It's a fucking clear number winner here. Those two guessed one to 20. But now it's a threesome. With 43, it's a threesome. With Southern BT now with 43. It's Cheddar Bob, because I called him first. Oh, 43 is closer. Jason Eyestone first. Yeah, 43 is closer. And now, so then, now I've already called out two other two other winners. Whoopsie daisies. Jason said he'd trade for a wrench. You'd rather trade have for a wrench, wrench than a t-shirt, Jason? Ooh, I I I'd give I you a wrench. You deserve a wrench, to be honest with you. But you deserve a t-shirt as well. Your choice, Jason. Your choice. Wrench or shoe? Other account. How many counts you got, BT? Holy cow. Okay. Tricky. Tricky. Uh, Chad says Southern BT used two accounts are used. All right, are we gonna have to do a total? Wait, just gonna be a total recall. I'm I'm reading Chad. I'm reading Chad. A large shirt would fit. I thought you'd rather have the shirt there, Jason. I thought you'd rather have the shirt. Mm -hmm. Huh? Fuck it. I've got four packs available. Instead of doing three three contests, I was a blabbermouth. I got to learn my lessons. I'm monitoring my shit. I called out three names. Three names get prizes. It's the only way I'm going to do it. It wasn't three contests, but it was three winners in that one contest. So, damn, they're still going on with more possibilities. The numbers Ted are West still... Ted says 43 should be disqualified because there was two 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 accounts two guesses which technically is right but how awesome is it that vt's using two accounts that's that's two views this episode's always <laughs> going to be known as t-shirt gate now um, at least it'll be talked about get the lesson on the left you gotta look at it in the positives you gotta look at it in the positives so, you know, damn, this is a toughie. So already, instead of Bob, Jason <laughs> Stone, you both have won. You, you both, I opened my mouth out, called you guys winners. There's no way I'm going to take back that winner term and put loser after your name. Sorry, not happening. Not happening. Not happy. So, Jason said a large would work. Cheddar Bob, are you a medium or a large? I have both available. Cheddar Bob's popping in. Cheddar Bob's popping in. Ah, come on, Cheddar Bob. Help us figure this shit out. Southern VT. Both numbers were the same, weren't they? I mean, 
And again, I think it's pretty awesome that he's watching from the two accounts. That's got to count. That, that has why, to count. If you're gonna count, if you're gonna use two accounts, why'd you pick oh, Cheddar Bob's coming in like that? What Cheddar Bob? Come in. What's up, Cheddar Bob? Rips, man. What's going on, guys? Good, homie. What's going on? I was just saying that uh, I don't need a shirt, Eagle. I I wear you in my heart, so I'm I'm always shining you, man. Well, that makes me the winner. Uh, thanks. Overall, man, overall, you are the winner. That is nuts. But you got to have a shirt. So you I'll medium or large? What's medium that? Large. Medium or large? Oh, medium, definitely. I'm just a, I'm just a wee boy. A wee boy. Woo, I can come out of the closet. Thank God. Jason Eyestone? Believe it or not, I do have an XL laying around. Are but you that, also a medium? Well, I fit a medium no. nicely. I can wear a large, but yeah, medium probably looks better on me. I don't know a large would look like a nice dress. The I'm taking the so this I gotta I just because I'm too lazy to type at the moment, just gonna use the mic a little bit. Jason Eyestone says, do you have a large? I do have a large, but it's going to have to come with a trade, Jason. Just as you've made many trades already tonight in this very same fucking contest. How fucking hilarious. Um, yeah. You know, and it, I guess it may work out for a win-win for you. Because if you give up the large shirt for the extra large, <coughs> I don't have pre-packaged prizes, basically. The large, extra large is just floating around. So the extra large would not come with beans. But to make up for the no beans, I'll put, I can give you a wrench, an extra large shirt, and a wrench. How's that, Jason? Does that work? Is that a, Maybe is that a deal? We come to a compromise there? How old is he? Maybe he'll grow into it. Uh -huh. Extra large, it sounds like he's already grown into it. Or the wrench. He's earned the wrench. Paul Bungin. All right, Cheddar Bob. Hey, where's Paul so Bungin means, from? Is he from Michigan or is he Paul from Maine? Bungin. He's from Oregon, wasn't he? Can't well, he just around? turns around. He just does that same 360 that he turns around repeatedly in, right? He's in Wisconsin. He's in Canada. He's in one Michigan. one foot at a time. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why he never <laughs> wandered anywhere else. You know, he could probably spin around the whole fucking earth like in six leaps. I think he ended up in Oregon. He started in Maine. The whole earth should be Great Lakes. This Paul Bunyan shit's bullshit. <laughs> Dragging his axe across the country. Yeah. All right. To the third dilemma here in this debacle of a contest that I just threw down. Trying to make it all right, though. Southern BT, you did have the winning number. Technically, according to most people watching, that should have disqualified you because you used the two accounts. But 
I personally think it's awesome you're watching from fucking two two accounts. But to me, that kind of doesn't that count? I it's mean, pretty it's smart. <laughs> yeah. The the ingenious <laughs> of it should count. That should be taken into play. Uh, if he hit those, if he hit the like button twice, it should offset guessing twice in the trip. Yes, I, I I would take that as well in helping sweeten this deal. Southern BT. Yeah. And you so know when if I you hit that like button, both accounts, I'll honor your win. Are you a large or medium? And I'm watching but you're, the thumb stuff. By the but way. you're medium. only getting you're only getting pink. Medium gang gang. Come on, let's have three mediums. Let's go on a musketeer mm-hmm. three medium musketeers thing. Now who would be the third? Jason gave his up for an extra I'm large. I'm a medium Cheddar Bob's medium, I'm a medium, and Jason, maybe he's a medium. His left arm is a medium. Yeah, I want to have he, a three month. How did Bretto get at the end of the line? He can I wear it as a... Just quit the team and went to the end of the line. Picked the winning number and went to the end of the line. He can wear it as a, a turp sleeve, yeah. you know, as a harvesting sleeve, the medium. He can I'll, just pull it over one not, arm. If you're not going to give it one to Southern Dabber or uh, Southern... Uh, asshole you're not gonna go on yeah then you're not gonna or yeah okay yeah anyways i'm gonna take i'm gonna take a dab it's terribly early terribly okay let me see if i've got this correct cheddar bob medium correct okay correct just so because i'm gonna write your name on this package so i like to do that shit it helps me uh are you gonna confusion. are you gonna send it under Cheddar Bob? If that's what you want me to send it on, that'd be, that'd be sweet. Is, isn't it really Cedric Bob? Cedric Bob, Seti Bob, little Seti okay. Bob. Ooh, I you I grabbed you the good one, Cheddar Bob. This one come with Coma King seeds, uh, bred by Canafari. Ooh. It also comes with hat pins. What? I thought it was. I thought it was just a t-shirt and a medium shirt. They were no all shit. different. That's just what. That's just what uh, I announced for that large shirt. Put the large shirts back into the kitty. So now I'm gonna dig out. Uh, did uh, Southern BT say what it was? I said I seen him say pink, but I don't know if I'll get the pink. I think it's just preloaded packaging. Medium or large, Southern BT. I can see the need for pink, so I may just order some more pinks. If you guys want some pinks, I'd order some pinks. If you guys like pink, what the fuck? What the fuck? It needs to be pink, right? But can you make like a goofy ass color? Like just I'm like gonna the throw this stipulation on too, for future reference. Even if you're using two accounts, unless they're completely different names that we can't prove. Only they have one to have guess. two. Only one guess. Two different physical addresses. <laughs> too tough to prove. Right? Grandma too gets a free. Grandma gets a T-shirt. Yeah. Large, large, large. <laughs> so 
you will get the comrade gold, some slaps, and a large shirt. Southern VT. Sorry. They were just random the way they got packed. No favoritism. Random pull. A random little favoritism. <clears throat> a little favoritism. You're just saying that because you're on the screen, Cheddar Bob. It just worked out I, that way. It just worked out that way. But we do like it, Cheddar Bob. If, if you send your real return address on that, I'll send you some lobsters. Oh, nice. I will put my real address on there just for you, Cheddar Bob. All right. Shipping. Deal. Done deal. Done deal. Put in the coupon code, done deal, and save yourself whatever. That's right. Save your see if it works on uh, U.S. postal shipping. Doesn't? It? No. What? What? <laughs> I know Dunn has his fingers in everything nowadays. So you, and very well, he may be part of the postal system now. You know, like stamps.com or something. United States Dunn service. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sure. All right. So I'm going to need addresses, guys. I'm going to need addresses so I can get these out. So hit me up, please. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I'm not, I'm not going to pull a Rosenthal and put my address out on <laughs> in public. <laughs> Did you see that show where he was on a show with Soma and uh, he gave out his advertiser's cell phone number? And there's like, there's like 52,000 subscribers. And he, I can't imagine how many calls that guy may have ended up getting. Somebody, I'm not going to say who, because they're a pretty big person. I believe it big. Came on with their uh, cell phone number as their name, and they didn't get caught the whole episode. Who so there is. I'm going back. No, no, I'm no. Going back and watch it. It just says your name. The phone name. Uh, yeah. But I no, know. it was the phone number. This and they did a call in instead of just clicking the link. They actually did the call in. They called the number, and it brought them through, but it showed their number as the account they were calling from. So, like the whole video, their numbers up on the screen. I think, oh. The next day, I was thinking, man, I wonder how many calls they're getting today. Because somebody's got to be taking them up on that number. <laughs> somebody's got to wrote that number down. And I, I forgot to ask the last last time that guest was on the show if they someone's going through and someone's going through and watching three hundred and seventy three plus episodes to try and find it right now. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> you probably either caught it or you didn't. Peter put his cell up on the fucking show the other day. I almost did at one point, but then I was like, nah. <laughs> no. At our first day it's of golf yesterday. There, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Started at nine o'clock in the morning at 38 degrees. Maybe not so lucky. Which was which was fun. Admirable. Yeah, start a little bit of uh, a little bit of misty rain, you know your normal April Maine weather. Fun time had by all though. Is there any penalty shots for uh, knocking 
knocking ice cubes off the grass there, like like a divot shot, cut uh, the grass right in half because it's already per- over. Personal penalties, nothing, nothing course related, just uh, shame points. You're an idiot. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm learning. I'm, the other I'm day, ever learning. I think it was about a week ago. Uh, we played indoors. My buddy has like an indoor golf setup. So we played indoors all winter. And through the winter, you know, every once in a while, someone would hit a ball and it would ricochet around the room. And uh, finally, last Sunday, I'm the only person to get hit inside. I took one right to that the tip of your hip. Kidding. You know, like almost. Huh? Right there. Oh, lucky it wasn't the kidney, brother. Oh man, going about a hundred miles an hour, right to the bone. No good. Yeah, you'd be pissing blood right now if I had to hit your kidney. I'd be thankful for the bone shot. Yeah, yeah. Could have hit the tip of my dink. Ah, yeah, that could have been way worse. Way worse. Yeah. You know, I guess it's kind of a funny story. It's tragic, but it's kind of funny. He was very, very lucky. Very, very lucky. But uh, my nephew, we were out. uh, My last house had a pretty nice humble property. and We used to fucking have a go-kart track set up in the back and fucking ride four-wheelers and shit out there. I was out there that one day and with my nephews that I love dearly because... I love my daughters, but I love my nephews. I love that rough house time. You know what I mean? Yeah, come here, you little bugger. I play some football with them fucking kids like no tomorrow. Right. <laughs> Almost too rough because I'm I'm missing that that play time, you know what I mean? But anyways, so we're riding four wheelers. I was out there all day long, all day long. Decided to take a break. Last thing I said was, you guys groomed these corners. They were pretty sloppy from, uh, you know, ripping through there at all fucking day. And I went in the house thinking, man, I said, listen, to be honest with you. So I go in the house. No sooner do I get in the house, do I hear this super loud crash that quieted the whole fucking neighborhood. I mean, it was loud. You knew something bad happened. My heart stopped, to be honest with you. And that, that ended, this incident ended fun time at Uncle Eagle's house because I was too scared. Because it up to that point, it was like, that's where everybody came to play, barbecue and all that good shit. But he hit a fucking tree with that four-wheel, to be honest with you. Fucking hooked that front wheel with a nice-sized pine tree. It actually ripped that wheel clean off the frame. That little A-frame that bolts up to the frame, both both steel rods sheared off. Threw that fucking tire right off the machine. Handlebars, when that grabbed, spun around. He would, luckily, thank the Lord, did not hit that tree. He zoomed right by the tree, luckily. Otherwise, that kid would have been dead. No doubt about it. You would have hit that yeah, tree. You'd going like more than forty miles an hour. 
Do you know what the injury was that he did receive? And this is a where beat, it's kind of funny, a beating but. from Uncle Eagle for breaking his four wheeler. Yeah. <clears throat> I ended up giving the four wheeler away. I didn't give two shits about that. His life is way more important. No. And then, plus, not to mention, unfortunately, I got a giggle <laughs> out of the injury because I didn't. But let me just play it out here. So, he comes up to the house. I run out there. Went, you okay? You okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. He's, you know, he's a teenager, 14, 15 years old. He just realized he fucking told out my four-wheeler and all that shit. So, he's sucking it up, trying to be a man about it. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. You sure, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walk up to the house, man. I'm like, man, so lucky. So lucky, Sean. Actually, he's up my nephew that pops in the chat once in a while. Hopefully you're watching, Sean. Love you, buddy. Fucking luck. You're fucking lucky, man. You could have fucking died right now. You should be thinking of how how lucky you are, cherishing life. We get in the house and he's like, Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. About half hour later. He's been in the bathroom for a few minutes. He comes back out. He fucking T-balled himself. The only place he hit was was the dingleberries on the way through. And again, I told him, oh, you are so lucky you didn't pull that whole thing off, buddy, with that yeah. fucking handlebars. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he ended up, we ended up having to take him to the doctor. He's fucking shit just swelled up big as fucking watermelon. You might not ever have kids. <laughs> but yeah, that was yeah, that was the only injury out of it all was a big That's a good one. sack of elephant nuts. Yeah, I'd take it versus hitting that tree, but yeah. he the, the look on his face when he came out though. What's crazy is if this was one of your nieces, everything would be fine. He says, he comes out and he's still got that head hung low. Don't want to look me in the eyes. (laughs) You poor fucker, get in the car. Get in the car. Get in the car. Well, yeah, it's funny. It we we still laugh about it to this day because he carried it. The swelling went down. He used he still used everything, but the purple list carried for a little <laughs> while. And we spoke fun at it about that shit. Definitely slowed his crazy ass down. It wasn't a life lesson, but it was definitely the end of unsupervised fun at my place. I was scared shitless after that. I just, I was lucky that everybody, he wasn't seriously, seriously hurt. Everything played out. Hold him and hold him. Being a, uh, being a parent or being responsible for someone else's child is super goddamn scary. I mean, I have, we have four, four boys and a, a daughter between my wife and I, and uh, man, like 
just the possibilities, you know, being a parent is like, it's a, I, that's why we don't have any hair. You know, it's like <laughs> uh, so much, so much worry comes along with so much of everything else, all the good, you know. I think I'd still be in sports if I had four boys. To be honest with you. Hmm. I tried sports with my girls. They weren't into it. To be honest with you. And I, I used to be big into sports. Huge into sports, to be honest with you. I wrestled from fucking fourth grade all the way through school. I could have fucking had a college ride. I talked about that in a fucking another episode. It was a shitty coach. It fucking fucked things up for me. But the ride was there. I uh, fucking I went semi state in wrestling two years in a row. Did good. Played football all through school, box, a little bit of American kickboxing, just flat out regular kickboxing. But stayed stayed in shape all through the years. Then as I got older, I was like, eh, I'm not going pro. You know what I mean? The dream ain't there. I don't even still watch sports to this day. I don't even watch football. I don't want none of that shit. And fucking dreams over. Pack it up. You know, it's fun that there's out there, but it's not for me. You know what I mean? I I'm more interested when I'm doing it. If I'm a bystander, I'm not. The draw isn't there. So if I would have had some boys now, I think every one of them would have played sports. I would still be. I think I would be <laughs> that dad coach. To be honest with you, everybody in the car, wrestling meet Saturday. Let's go. Yeah, I think I'd still be be there, but yeah. happy either way. Happy either way. We uh we homeschool, so we have like a a little disconnect from that public school um, athleticism geared environment, you know. So we don't we don't really push the athletics a whole lot. <clears throat> it would be worse. It would be worse. They would have to go through dad gym class. And that would probably be one-on-one wrestling with dad. <laughs> some kind of sport. There'd be some kind of rough housing going on in homeschooling, <laughs> nonetheless, I think. Yeah. They would I, probably I, be like, why can't we just go to school? And yeah, have we, gym like normal kids. Yeah, right. No, you're going to sit here and get punched in the face. You're going to learn how to jab. You're going to learn how to reverse punch. And learn how to take I didn't a punch. say it, but I'm not going to say no to it, Rob. Yeah. I didn't say it, but I, I'm not denying it. Right. It could have went down like that. But thank goodness I've grown up. It may never went down like that. If I had boys today, it probably wouldn't go down like that. But if I were to rewind 20 years, it's probably good. You could, you could still have a boy. No, no. I got fixed. I got I second, third girl. I seriously went to her and went, I'm going to fucking pound my cock between those two big <laughs> rocks out front if one of us doesn't get fixed. Oh, it's not you? Cool. I'm getting fixed. And I've actually told that story, too, on the air. It's fucking actually horribly funny. I have a buddy. I have a buddy who has five kids. He had a vasectomy. He just had his sixth kid. The vasectomy is still intact, but his little soldiers somehow found a way. And it's his kid. It's not anyone else's kid. Like, legit. Like, his 
vasectomy. That that means that the return of Jesus is near. That's all that, that means. Something the rapture, the rapture is coming, my man. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. There is a slight chance that it can grow back, actually like bypass, you know, a little bit. Or it was never finished for us. There, you're supposed to go back in within like 10 days after and get a, a test done. But yeah, obviously he didn't, maybe. I never did because of the fucking embarrassment. I never went back to that doctor's office, to be honest with each other. But uh, never went back. Yeah. Never went back. I'm, I'm, doctors don't bother me at all. I, with all my neck stuff, I mean, I've spent, they, there's nothing they haven't seen on me. Ah, okay. What about a room full of people? And you are now and I, I, the subject first, of teaching. First, uh, first surgery ever done in the world on my neck. I'm, I've been in rooms full of people. That's cool, though. You have, you know, this is something new, and it's uh, not. Uh, yeah, I think it's cool. I don't know anybody else that has a fucking throw like that, to be honest with you. I think it's yeah. kind of cool. You fucking kick-ass survivor, man. You're, you know, shaking happy. You can live a fucking good life. I'm glad to fucking see you. You're fucking bionic, bionic motherfucker. I, uh, I, got, I got metal knees, metal throat. Still, still, I would think. What happened to Red Bill? Oh, there he is. I thought he fell out of his chair or something. Yeah, that <laughs> that tends to happen. Yeah. <laughs> thought that dad kicked you right out of your chair, man. Oh, no. Oh. I, 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 had, uh, I completely forgot what I was fucking talking about. Took off. I did, too. Maybe if we had some hair, it would have retained those thoughts. I think people with hair have a better memory than people without hair. I thought you were talking about being bionic. He is bionic, and yeah, I do remember. It could be. I don't know. I sure hit my head a lot after I went took this on because I used to have long hair. Never hit my head. Shave this motherfucker. Scar territory. I've still beat the shit out of my head. I, there's some kind of feeler action going there. Whiskers. But the embarrassment. Yeah. I remember now. I got to call out the embarrassment because you were talking about this and I said it was cool. But you were not in the room with a bunch of students during your vasectomy while a mostly women and young males took notes on your penis being flipped back and forth. Lots and with lots. With a pencil as everybody talked about your junk and then Did they performed a procedure. All, all you can hear in the room. So is I'm still going to sit here pencil on and the call your surgery much cooler to about. Just saying. But would you wait for this? Uh, much, more, much more personally uncomfortable. If if I would have left in to a room full of clapping people, maybe maybe I would have went back. It's like some kind of like, yeah, no. I I don't don't or, the, or maybe so. if they had gotten larger pads of paper. All that, all those notes got to flip the fit that damn legal pad filled out. 
they just had those like little super sticky pads. They're like, oh, okay, this isn't going to take very long. With this. Or if only Eagle had the crystals catchphrase back then. <laughs> yeah. Terrible, yeah. terrible experience. I don't suggest it. They they actually offered me a discount, and I was paying cash at this time. So I was like, man, yeah, how bad could this be? Can I fucking bad, bad, bad. It was how, not worth the discount. Damn, how many yeah. wonder, wonder if that's how they get everyone, right? Like I said, there's yeah. like 13, 14 people surrounded enough to completely surround a bed. Now, you know now was I mean? it was it like the old like the TV show where they're all up high looking down over you from like a balcony? Oh, dude. I imagine it that would have been somewhat personal. I imagine were, that would have been somewhat personal. They were like right action, around you were, like a bunch of aliens. He, I, I imagine yes. him actually like in like a lab class, you know, like where he stands up on like the front desk and the rest of the class is just watching and observing. It, it was actually a vertical vasectomy. Yes. They didn't put him on a table or anything. They just stood him up and had him even, hold his... Even like lazy <laughs> and just like, rotate. okay, hold your gown up over your head. This is just going to take a second. You're no, going to feel it. Small some kind of embarrassing fucking penis belt to keep my shit out of the fucking way while they worked on my balls while I just stood there. That's Otherwise, cool. I would have probably had to just shamefully hold it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I First option might have been better. Still embarrassing. Still embarrassing all the way around. All the way around. So far. I can't imagine okay. you, you wouldn't have had a little bit of fun with it in some way. <sighs> I wish I could have said I had a better sense of humor. No, that's I mean. The crystals catchphrase wasn't there, so he couldn't at least he couldn't put the people he couldn't torture the other end of you know, he couldn't flip it on the people observing. Make it uncomfortable for them. Come in after eating no like a Cialis or something. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't no need the penis belt. <laughs> Herbal medicine all the way. Herbal medicine all the way. All right, how do we do this? Who's got the biggest foot? <laughs> Size nine. Yeah, that wouldn't that wouldn't end very well, would it? No, they did they did it that way. Imagine if that's how they did it, like way back when it's like sterilized guys. If, instead of like cutting it off, they just like put them there, and everyone just came up and was like boom, boom, boom. <laughs> they just like that's what they like. Oddly enough, that's what it felt like to be honest with each other, Bob. Every stair felt like a fucking kick to the jaw. Man, after after 14 years of martial arts, like getting kicked in the junk is like getting pinched. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. when we were just talking. You got 14 years there, Chetabob? I I was actually just going to ask. I wanted to fucking wrestle around with your ass for so long. I I have once. We we wouldn't wrestle, bro. Once in a while, I have to do uh, memory checks, and I'm glad that you mentioned that because right before we got on the topic of vasectomy, uh, we're talking about athleticism in the household. Uh, you, you did do, you do, you have done jujitsu, right? I'm not misremembering that. Yes. Okay. No. 
Not me. I'm looking at studying jujitsu. So, but Bob, well, you? Yes. I've, I've I took jujitsu. I was taking jujitsu before jujitsu was cool. I started in 1986. Wow. And I I took it until took it for 14 years. So, you know, almost 2010. But in between that, I I fell uh, off the cliff and crushed my neck. That's why I had to stop. And uh, I also uh, blew out my ACL. So <clears throat> you don't want that uh, Husamar Palhares like uh, Nilox. Mm-mm. No, no. Actually, mm-hmm. that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to box or be a fighter because during that, you know, during when I was a teenager, uh, the UFC was just coming out, like just starting. Mm-hmm. And we had this guy in our dojo that was actually security for one of the fighters out in Colorado one year. And he came back and he, he just was talking about it like it was the best thing ever. And that's what I wanted to do. And uh, then I blew my knee out, and that was pretty much the end of that. So, yeah, that is so my Cheddar Bob, what makes you think we wouldn't wrestle though? With your jujitsu skills, it's all ground game. What makes you think that I wouldn't take you I, to the ground not, and it wouldn't be not a to, match from there? Because I, I wasn't trained to wrestle, man. I was, I was trained to do th- three things. Like this is back in the '80s, so I was trained to break maim and kill that was like it wasn't taught as a a sport you know what i mean it was taught as like legit defend yourself like in three ways right on right on it's just instinctually i instinctually i don't wrestle as long as we can shake hands when we're done i'm good oh dude i'd give you a big hug give you a big hug um, but yeah, just instinctually, my instincts aren't to like stop, I guess, if that makes sense. Well, I've also had spinal surgeries too for my uh scoliosis too. Fusion. What do they what do they do for that? Well, for me, it's on the bottom, it's like a whatever it's fused right to the spine. I don't know how they did it but it's bone on metal fusion. And then that is a whole, you know, like a, like a uh, scaffolding. It's kind of like that. It's the, you know, a parallel with the spine. I think it's maybe like in a couple semi-articulated pieces, but the bottom of it towards my tailbone, that's where it's actually like anchored in. And then the top more towards my shoulder blades, that's where it's, the, the top of it and there's always there's like a protrusion and i have to build muscle and fat around it or else that's why I, that's or, why or else it'll poke out yeah exactly and that that's yeah. actually one of the things that uh, slowed me down why I, I was just getting into jujitsu before i even got diagnosed and uh treated for the scoliosis but where it pokes out is basically like a fulcrum and just in the habit of things the short time that i did do jujitsu I got comfortable with being on my back, right? And yeah, being better at do, finding, you know, my way, my way to a submission through defense off my back. What better than offense on top? Because I'm so light, just better. The technique was better for leverage rather than just overpowering people. So, being off my back 
is just what I got more comfortable with. And now, cause I have that protrusion, it's literally like a fulcrum. So not yeah. only does it just hurt being, have someone press on my chest onto that point on my back, but now I can be spun around and better maneuvered from on top because of that. So that's like, a you're like a top. Yeah. 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 Wow. Mm-hmm. Man, so. I can't imagine that. That must hurt just anyways being, wait, so do you had surgery after you were doing jujitsu? Uh, I never, you know, did it in an actual like class setting. Never was it either did it in a gear had, you know, like, you know, professional training. I just did it with my buddies who did have professional training. Yeah. Two, uh, two of them tr- dropped out of it and one of them still doing it. I kind of lost contact with them. Last time I did talk to him, he just got his blue belt. So it's been a, like a year, year and a half. I hope yeah. if he was still really doing it, he'd be almost at his purple or already have it by now. So, yeah, you but, know, belts, belts, belts mm-hmm. are more of a sig- signaling thing, you know, like it's more about you can be a white belt for 25 years and still have more knowledge than a lot of black belts you know like yeah well um, he always go ahead oh no that i usually end with an um so oh well he always encourages me he's like well you you know you because like i said he progressed at it way further than me and he competes and then he he, like if you picked up where you'd like leave off you'd pretty much be like a white belt with a stripe at least you know so but i I don't know. I, I don't know. just had fun with it. Didn't really get back into it because I look at it as a, uh, I never got injured doing it, but because now this situation, I could get injured doing it and probably be way worse than. So your, your surgery, your, that, the, the piece of your spine, the fulcrum mm-hmm. came after you were trying jujitsu, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. All right, man. I, I wonder if there was some way that someone could work with you from perhaps like your side or, you know, doing something like that, because it's wonderful for your body and for your mind and for your spirit. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's all positive. If you can find a way to kind of switch things around a little bit, Mm -hmm. you know, I definitely wouldn't say no to it. Like I said, last time I was talking to my buddy, he wanted to, try to get me back into it and he said that there's uh someone that you know with somewhat similar physical conditions but smaller than me so that way that they're not gonna you know uh, accidentally you know hurt me just by having way more power you know than me and so that's that's why i can't that's why i can't let myself participate anymore because i can't i can't trust some new you know 250 pound guy to not put me in a you know i let him put me in a a chokehold and he goes too hard and boom the metal in my neck bends and i'm dead it's like i can't trust other people's control issues anymore so yeah just the way it is i mean i i loved it don't i i loved it like that's that's i didn't that's all I did that and basketball and baseball and golf and martial arts until I was like 20. The only one I didn't do was the baseball. Ironically, I did do uh, basketball 
and golf too. <laughs> yeah. My, my dad, the, I hadn't returned to golf because it was one of those times my dad disciplined me. I can't remember if I just started like swearing or getting angry or if I actually threw my club. But my dad was like, all right, that's it. And he just <laughs> took me off the course and we never went back. Oh, no, that's that's like some of the most fun you have on the golf course is the mm-hmm. throwing of a club and swearing. The combination of 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 curse words is yeah. like. I've heard some pretty epic poetry out there, man. I think he was just trying to like discipline me and it was too public and there was witnesses. So he was, you know, I I was maybe like 11 or 12. So I was throwing a fit and then other people were watching. So he was like playing the dad, you know, doing the dad move and be like, I got to discipline my kid. fucking. So to this day, I, I believe I'm, I'm probably wrong, but, I'm the only person to be uh, suspended from a golf course for mooning people during a tournament oh my God, while, while participating. You're the happy Gilmore. You <laughs> should remind me of that. What are you yeah. trying to impress that chick in the movie? <laughs> like, yeah, I got some records. He's like, I spent the most time in the penalty box. And I'm the <laughs> only guy that uh, took his skate off and tried to stab someone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I caught a I caught a two week suspension. I finished the round. I I got back up to the clubhouse and the the pro, not the pro, but the clubhouse manager. He's like, uh, Cedric, can you can you come with me for a minute? And I was like, Yeah, man, no problem. I think we had done well in the tournament. And uh, he's like, So. You mooned people out on the golf course. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I did. I was, I was shit faced. <laughs> He's like, um, well, we can't, I've never had this happen before. I don't even know how to deal with this. He's like, I'm going to have to suspend you for two weeks. And I was like, suspend me. What do you mean? He's like, just don't come back to the course for two weeks. And I was like, yeah, okay, that's cool. I get it. <laughs> so, yeah. Luckily, we have two other golf courses on the island, so. You're muted, Eagle. Am I muted? No. No, it's me. It's me. Oh, okay. It's me. I, okay. I, I only paused there because I was waiting for Eagle. Oh, yeah. I was like, what's going on? No, it's totally me. And then I couldn't find it because it was hid behind my fucking light there. Stupid shit. At least they let you back. That's what I was saying there, Ted Brown. Yeah. They let yeah. you back on that course? Two they years. did. They did. I actually, uh, I, I won the President's Cup that year. So now they have like this just stain on their, on their golf course championship trophy. Mm-hmm. Cedric Damon of a winner, yeah. Cedric the Moon, David. Uh, well, boys, uh, it is way past my bedtime. I was just gonna say the same thing. I, I got a, uh, I got work to do. So, um, nice seeing you. I'll, I'll shoot you my address on Instagram here. Please do. And uh, Red Bill, good to see you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tony's, 
Tony's got his updates. Yeah. Stuff's coming along pretty well. <laughs> You've been slacking on the updates, man. <laughs> no, I've, I've sent him several updates. He's just, I think he's a little upset with me right now, but that's a, that's a different story. Anyways, have a great night, everyone. All right, good seeing you. Good morning. Or have good, a good morning. morning. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got I got nine holes waiting for me in about yeah. four hours. So, kiss Keep the fog. Hello. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I will. All right. Have a good night. Peace out. Peace. Peace, brother. All right. That completes That's another uh, point five wormhole episode. Another good one. 370.5. Congratulations to what is it? Three? How many people are getting the t shirt? 370. Oh, no, good. Three. Yeah. Three. You want one, right, Bill? Hit me your address. I'll send you one, brother. Okay. I'll send you a shirt. How would I not? All right. I was feeling a little left out. I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> uh, I need some t shirt love. I want that. I want that t-shirt hug around my body. It's soft. It's soft. Mm, that polyester. I've been hearing about it. Everyone's raving about it. It's comfy. It's comfy. You'll, you'll see. You'll see. Okay. All right. I appreciate it. I'll be sending that info. Yeah. I'll be looking for it. I'll be looking for it. Sweet. Have a good day, brother. Yep, you too. Peace out, everyone in the chat. See you guys later. Adios. That does it. 370.5. Thank you guys very much for hanging out. Hanging out with Smiley and T-Dog earlier when I was still on the table. Smiley holding it down. Got much respect for that dude. T-Dog, a great guest tonight. Still didn't have no quorums about me not showing up. Didn't make a big deal. Nailed down an excellent episode with Smiley. Tons of respect. Oh, and everybody that jumped into the wormhole, Bingus, Red Pill, Cannon Trooper. And I think, oh, and Cheddar Bob. Can't forget Cheddar Bob. Cheddar Bob was here. Thank you guys very much for popping in. You guys that won, please do hit me up with that address so I can get uh, your stuff out to you. Wrong fucking song. How would you two, how are you going to start out like that? Find my speakers. Dang, grower. What's up to you? Good morning, good night to you as well. Fucking speakers going. I don't know why this thing is not playing fucking music. Or something. I do have music or commercials. There we go. There we go. Hopefully. Oh, Tay should have been 371. All right. Thank you, Jason. Enjoy that ranch, brother. If you haven't noticed, you're blue. I'll change it. I'll update the numbers. I'll update the numbers. I think T Dog actually got it right, to be honest with you. Can't make make it to tattoo. I'm getting tattooed. Ah, good luck on that tattoo. 
Cross the bob. Cheers to you. Respect, my friend. Yeah, let's get this going. Some cool. Deets House of Dank. My Law 710. Scare Grove 420. Green Thumb Bum. Christina MG89. Unplugged 705. Medical McGullicuddy. Rick T. The Rebel. The 9G207. Fabian Salinas. Dave Nutt here. Tom Spook. Greg Walker. Mendo Dope. Dung Beetle. Red Eye Jedi Girls. Mother Nature. Justin Conway. Duckweed. Rum Boy 7426. Justin Goodearth. Strongman. Okie Grower 75, Corey Trevor, Michael Wall, Small Vision 420, Who's Your Cat Daddy, Taco, Don Slug, Rick S, Indibus's 827, James Simmons, Kevin Hahn, World's Last Hope, Pats Fan 420, BioMentor, Dirt Road Dude, Kenneth Chiba, Jose Ramirez, Red Eye Rosser, Dab Goblin, Buzz Lightyear, Dr. Buzz Lightyear, 710 Canuck, Ken Queen Genetics, Stabby Tanase, Pumador, Dirt Man, Dan, Keith Blacksailed, Mr. Bosilla, Zen Premium Gardens, Ross Bob, Rasta Jeff, Soil Root, Small Tubes, Tyler, Frosty Buds, Nor, Michigan Micro, Ouija Buds, Sub T Roy, Big Jar Gross, JC, Modern Genetics, SoCal Weed Nerd, John, Jet Last, PPG 15, Green County Grower, CJ Apple, Perfectly Imperfected, Dollar Tree Grower, T1 Productions, Dank Grower, DOA Grow Meds. I'm dropping those seeds today, Miss New. Grows. I grew some Johnny Can't See Nutrient Shootouts, Naughty Nikki, Zoe and Slammer, NNY Pixel Monkey, St. Bernard's Observation Booth, Clover 420, High Spy, Aldrich 25, Miss Madam T, Sumo, Mo Grower, Mechanic Crate, Loki Grows, Kess, Sess, this guy, Burton 7979, Polis Hammer, Midwest Outlaws 31, Voodoo Ultra, Fred Zone Nerds, Kelly Connection, Wolverine Grown, Big Jar Gross, Jimmy One for Life, Wade Wayback Farmer, D Block, MMP Nations Creations, Amber Wolonic, Psychedelic Warlock, Artist LD, Sir Sticky, Rob, Big Day 420, Grant Window, Big Ed 1961, Matawana G3, The Green Click, JK Triple G, Mr. Sprinkler, Mr. Sprinkler. Brittany and Tyler T. So Hope Farms, Lisa G, John, B2 Crazy for You, BGWG420, Dr. Budswell, Purple Thumb, OG, Anthro, Central Media, Anthro, Just Face 420, East Coast Score 420, Sir How, Trey Valone, Keep It Real, Hagerton 420, Zeb Zeppelin, Audit Everywhere, BTWD, Gross, Bingus, Green Puppet Man, Alex Boykajas, Chef Life, School of Crop, Cause I Love It, Green Mountain Grower, Southwest Oki, Real 100, 212, Andy Man, Miranda Family Farms, Page Farms, Me All, Flower, Ryan Henderson, Green 13, Noob about wins kingdom aquaponics indra michigan native mary james medgard streamer 77 double d bad bunny and nutrients mr green pots mr green nugs from 619 to 664 Spaniard kroger jones and grow pop g grows raz amy drove grows cast the girl from your heart podcast Lily luna the green med flock jeremiah miranda sony creek lost heart mr no one lg 420 giant mike Prometheus Soil, Jason Eyestone, P. Wynn, David Colby, Mason 662, Scroggy Make Scroggerton, The Goddess Grows, Kaylee, Tin Brad Family Farms, Polly P. Bjorg, Kevin Jodry, Mike Concho, Jay Huggins, UDA, Green Tree Hunger, Cush Cloud, Joshua Seensland, or Organic Home Buds, Warren Nelson, Cam Wood, Maine Mystic, Show Love Always, Kelly Stone, Texas OG, Chuck Norris, Sarge S, Claire Fresno, Happy Guy. Dan the Indoor Man, Growing Homies, Hamilton Gross, Clip Smoke, Keystone, Canna Flag, PA, Big High, 710, Eugene Greeley, Ace Drew Hustle, Fred Darn Carlos, North Arizona, Beer Grow 420, No Solo, Jesse White, Gastain Yeti, Introvert Genetics, Soso Jake, Vixen Robin, Killer 8 Mo, James Buttercree, C Dub from NorCal, the Pharmacy Seed Bank, 
Deadhead, Smokey 616, Curtis Mayhem, Matt Myron, Marte, Rick Heyman, Stephanie Dora, Antenna Seeds, Vapcarious K, Mike Rubo, so the Drew Bear 420, Maxi 751, Lawrence Gaz, oh, slow to get up, Stu Moo, Hopco 719, Bake with Shake, Baby, Old Smoke, PWC, Grown Buds, Laura Wash, Mr. Weed Blunt, Old School Grower, Chad Westport, Honcho Grown, Flora Nugs, My Little Piece of Heaven, Pungent Sound Scenes, Goliath Grower, Richard T, Chrissy Wannabe, Mr. Soul, Foo Spectrum Gone God, Laurie Henson, Real 2000 Years of Tradition, Mr. D. Conley, Pimp, or, uh, damn it, I lost my spot. D. Conley, Pimp Jam McBoney Face, Show Me Sasquatch, Fuck Google and You, I'm Going Well, Baby, Canadian Resort, Poor Dirt File, Carl Wright, Zephner, Humble Farms, Tannery Farms, Seldom Seen, Old Park Garden, Tail 9782, Skunky Pads, Martial Artist 2012, Micro Slave Hafner, Daniel McDizzle, Medically Fit, KGB, Robert Mr. Greenfingers, Motherfucking Thomas, Damn Commercials. Jane Grower, here is your song you suggested a long time ago. Rancho Costa Player Nate, Monkey Balls, Andrew Champa, Bobby Lynn Means, Trent Digger, Mr. Mac, Tony Lake Bowling, Bill S. Wee Peace, Tater Delicious, Minty Country Roots, Here on Fire Genetics, Earth Creeper, Big Ray 420, Teeny Weenie 101, Buds and Hazard, Mr. Club 14, Bearded Bee Man Farm 616, Snall Up North, Max Grooman, Ruby. Timothy McKimmons, Neo, Justin Beans, Chronic 88, Fat Belly, Real, Jennifer Steele, Cannabis, Zero, Three, Turk Farmer, Shannon Stevens, Carlitos, Latinos, Cater Country, Mr. Steve, Speed, Will Steen, Firesaw, Wally, Wookie, The Goddess, Grows, Rasta, Bob, again, respect, brother, White Feather, Grows, Burning Trooms, The Dank Grower, or Tone Grows Dank, how the hell did I fuck that up? The K-Man Grows, BX Gunner, Smith, Dude, New Grows, Sean McCann, Jay Monk's Dink Agenda, Wawa Can I Grow, Fall Dog, Huron Cannabis Council, Alyssa Parish, Rock Fam, Justice Mick, 420 Ben, Fresh Grow, Thriving Herbs, Hi Boy, Your Mailman Grows, We Be Growing, Australia Grown, Love for the Plan, Argo American, Smart Poker, Unfrozen Caveman, Wise Highest, Surfcraft, Micro Goon, Jeff Lowenfels, Mobius Grows, Dink Brownies, Dandy, Elliot Harkins, Mystic Flavor, The Forging Gardener, Overwater, Overkill, Seattle Seed, Shadow Warrior, Valley Green, 514, Oz Indica, Dr. MJ Coco, Brandon Russ, Matthew Gates, D's Bags, Drone Star, Shotgun Willie, Dink, Yoda, Jay Simmons, Sure Bro, Gross, Clockmas, Coop, DJ Conley, Aaron, The Grower, At Light, 1978, Michigan Grown Buds, Your Boy, Roy Boy, Delta 9, Jay McDaniels, Clockmas, 420, Stinky Colas, Dylan signed for PFC Farms, Husky Garden, Sungrown, 707, it's been a minute, brother, hopefully you hear that. J8 Grows, J420, Cascadian Grows, Tito's McGee, Four Plants A, Weedworks, Captain Scrog, Skunky Buns, Hans Warrior, Jackie Young, Terry Live, McGaster Tempe, Annie N, The Urge, Green Junior, Leon from All Purpose Plus, Green Goose, 11 Smiles, 11, Bindu Buds, Michael Rossa, Plenty, The Riven Bat Boy, Jack Greenstock, you were missed. 420, 420, Boom Farms, Charlie's Farm, 420, Aldridge, 25, Smiley's Garden, JD's, Misty's Nugs. It's been a miss, minute, Misty's Nugs. We miss you. Smoking, Grove Frazier, Grove Twisted Roots, Faded Farm, 420, Jeff Jarowski, 
Genetic Memory Farms of Fall 420 Cameron, Mr. Bagsy, Jill Carter, Mystic Marks, Mystic Grower, Ginger Snaps, DTE, Grose, Rick Wolf, DLP 2372, Ned Denver, Mike Denders, Sergeant Pepper 420, Cannon Trooper, Blind Cat 420, Light Up Again, Tim, UKSIF 420, Buddha Boy, Devin Shipwreck, Medical MJ, Budsville, USA, Resurrection Prophet, Chris Martinez, Dinkman Dan, Dinkman 420, Red Setter Farms, Good Life, Joni Bell, Chicha B, Most Hated Grower, The Major General 420 Army, The American One, W Digger 714, Sharates, Kineos, Genetics, Mountain Skies, Ready to Hit That Hot Five, Where You Been, Chris Mertz, Ian Save Robbie, Sergeant Live, Hepafay Cam, Finger Lakes Finest, Ridge Pass, Dozer Moon, Southern BT Grower, Congratulations, Choose Medical, Jerry Bear, Plus One Mushroom, Secret City Potneers, My Little Tent, 2042, Spacewalker, Christian, T-Mump, T-Barrington, Heart and Soul, Homegrown, Mike B, T-Dwayne, East Coast, Will, Heidi Day, Galactic Gardens, John Smith, Elliptus, My Natural Farms, Pacific Northwest Seeds, Ross, Kyle, Paul, and of course, Lemon Hoko Trench. Read his use of life, Richard 420, Grant Manual. For Mary Band, Semi Sizzle 81, 9 Inch Colas, Chris Moe, DK Trades, Vision Creator, Guru, The Kind Brew, Canna, Nation, JJ Wire, Jay Wawapi, Sean Bins, Rescue Ready, Roadside LLC, Notorious Nugs, Magma Seeds, Father and Son, Trimming Tutorials, Dub T Dank, Jose Martin Perez, Doggo the Hut, 420 Buck, Chiba Man, GR420, Community Videos, DMO. Hopefully you have an amazing week, my friend. Detroit River Rat again. Thank you, my friend. Louis Garcia, Michael P, AJ Everyday, Captive Audit, Chatted Bob 13. Thank you for popping on. Main Grow 420, Cook, Cookies, Coop, Jake Kendricks, In for the Grill, Backwoods, All Good, Sally Mansell, Adam Skankin, Chanel Simpson, One Smoke Away, Ganja Roads, Kazoo, Aaron Burnin Shrooms, Mr. Lincoln Stinkin. Angel Studios, MG, the 420 Grow Tent, Paul Diello, John Fleming, Dankovich, Chemo F Sky, Fibro Flower, Polly P, Seldom Seen, Elevated, Lenny Organic, Sunman, Chiba, Sunny, Jeff Popolic, Ricardo, Sosa, uh, Dan J, Earth Friendly Farming, Candy Forest Farmer, Fuck All That, Be the Misfit Grower, Jason Lyon 512, Snake Eyes, Northern 4466, Jason Graystone, Stony Baker Man, MD, Stony Creek, Russ Sonic, French Dweller, Tarzan Superman, Old Man Hermit Hash, Freebird, Mole Grower, Matty Gar, Simple Man, Survival Time, Tim Blake, Ghost Coast Chronic, Sting Fat, Caballero, just Caballero, I'm not trying that last one, Harley Grower, Gen God, Steve Collins, Tom Kendrick's Property Maintenance, Sharpie, The Island Hayes, Scuba Steve Speaks, GR Rain, Randy K, Steve Collins, TCDR, you another one that's greatly missed, Claire Killian, Wardrobe Farming, Randy Grande, Piff 1000, Ace Boo, 3223, I seen you the other day, Wake Up, Captain Freedom, B Puffer Smiles, 15 Digits, Michigan Ganja Move, Hash, Fred G, Super Bob, Super Motherfucking Bob. Broski 808, Weekend and Birdies, K-Bag, Justin Station, Strong Style, Organic, Zippy, Imanic, Honesty, K-Little, Me All Flower, Brent Boog, Todd Kendricks again, Kendricks, Newton, K-N-T, Chris D, True Shim, Botons, Foe, Danny Dread, Barbara Matthews, Ancient Soul Grown, Kevin Jiu-Jitsu, Canna Health and Happiness, Berserk 215, Collab, Low Cut, Albert Tremling. Mo Main Meds, Raz Benchy, Helen, huge, huge anus, James T, Atomic Spoon, Miss Jill, Big Daddy LT Gardens, 
High Flyer 420, Lobster Brush, Bro, Mother Tree Main, Red Pill, of course, your boy, Roy Boy, Aesthetic. Shannon Gibbons, Ruhan, Rick W., Comfortably Numb, One Smoke Away, The 840 Show, Richard Lamb again, Cannabis Pursuit, K Rolling, K Worthy, Worthing Buzz. Seems like we've been a minute since I've seen Worthy Buzz in chat. Logan Man 81 of the Oil and Flower Podcast, Buddha Blake, what is up? Warren Dixon, Pink Lady Luck, El Mondo 420, surrounded by Keith Ferrari Farms, Fringe Dweller, Single Father's Happiness Without Guilt. Holy shit, the list just keeps going. Richard Forbes, Daniel Pimenta, before P Funk, Nick T, John Reese, without Bob, Prince Patty, Daniel Bergman, Green Puffin Man, Daniel B. Dungley. Uh, I'm never going to get that one right. I might just have to get across that one off and embarrass myself every night. Sorry, B. Dungley. James Chung, Sarge Gross, 818, John Wayne, Culling Roots, Carolina Roots, that is. Sister Golden Hair, Deanna L. Bank, Reno, KNF, Gardens, Blank, 1030, Choose One, ten, Only Feet, Farmer James, Crypto Dope, HIP Grower, Matt Javine, Dan Marino, Chronic Wonders, Sunrise Grows, Top Floor Genetics, Mole Vision 420, K2 Cannabis, Jess Fisher, My Dog Nellie, Rooster, Alex Hardy and the Hardy Gear. Thank you again. That was some amazing hash, brother. Amazing hash. It's been a minute since I've seen you in chat, since your episode, maybe? Question or? Alex, Rooster, Maddie Cropper, Daniel Grows Photos, Mitten Grown Meds, Sunrise Grows again. Of course, my girls, Lexi, Brittany, and Coop. No Limit, 916, Grumpy Toad, Alchemistin. I don't see you in a while either. Can I make Soil Bone Addiction, Ross, Joe, Alex D, Dirty Ore, Catfish, High Power, Thunder Dan, Propagation Station, John McDaniels, Lisa Marie, Sergeant Grows, 818. Twice now. Blaze Daily, Fried Piper, Perpetual, Eagle Proud Warrior. I still think that one was a setup. Sarah Smiles for you. Frank Usada, Dank Duchess, the Dank Duchess. Kino, Kelly Maxwell, Captain 420. Thank you for your episode. I greatly appreciate it. Look forward to you could have popped in tonight, Captain 420. Now I look up and see you right there. 120 to 160 strains. You could be in the chat tonight. Sing Fat, what about Bob? Ill. Jester 420, Pop, uh, Pop Shrooms, John Gorowski, John, Dun- John D, Dugan Gangsta, THC4, PTSD, T Barrington, Honcho Grown, Swamp Kent, Paul Arrow, Canna Finca, ah, Best of Bikas, Joe D again, Manny D, Canna Fari, thank you again for your gifts, man, those seeds, the hat pins, the slaps, pretty awesome of you. Sense and church your way as a thank you. Oh, 20 AB normal. Thank you again for your episode. Looking forward to you popping in. Where are you today? You've been in chat. Franklin Guerrero, Fairfeet, Jay Brent 74, CK Brown Guy 420, Pachyderm 420, Burning Tree, Main EA, Gray Sun Grow 207, Hydro Daily. Hemp with Gigi will be here sometime this week. I got to look at the calendar. Uh, Jamie Ream, Supreme Grape. Uh, what do we got here? Rockefeller, Sony Rockefeller, Caveman Cannabis. Uh, we're almost done. Uh, what do we got here? Brew City Synthetic, Sustainable, Hawaii Sustainable, Midnight Roots, of course. That was an awesome episode. 
Dead Clinic, Knuckles, Michael D. Can't even read these ones. I scrubbed them out of the corner of my eye. Polly, be quick, be nimble. Yeah, that one's right. Hey, cheers, Polly. I seen you in chat tonight. Bud Kilowatts, Michael D4889. And of course, Redis 207. Can't forget Redis 207. He's not last but not least, but he is definitely fucking memorable. You know why I remember that? Because he's never on the list. Huh? He's always last and last. Very memorable. But that does he's very memorable. He is 207. I gotta watch the statue get my ass to bed. Thank you guys very much for tuning in again. It's Monday. Look for the wormhole. 2 a.m. The wormhole. 2 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I guess that would wink at what? 12 Pacific Standard Time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Join me tonight. Hopefully, maybe Captain 420. Some of these other cats I see in chat that have these numbers. Ooh, who else? Uh, Rasta Bob. I would love to hear from Rasta Bob. Hint, hint, Rasta Bob. You always check in for the shout outs. Hopefully you're still listening, my friend, my cannabis brother. Come on for the 420 episode. Please hit me up for that, Rasta Bob. I'd love to get you on for the 420 episode. Pretty, pretty, pretty. Let's get you. Apple Man, Murky Leaves. Problems. Uh, I'm whooped. I'm headed off to bed. I love you guys. I'll see you tonight. Two o'clock, twelve o'clock. Good morning. Good night. However, however you look at it, you guys know the deal. This is the end of your day, your journey. Get some rest. This is the beginning of your day, which fuck, it's almost six thirty. It should be the beginning of almost all your days. <laughs> Have an amazing day. Please start out your week with a random act of kindness. Please, please do something nice for somebody. I love you guys. I'll see you tonight. I am.